What's going on, everybody? It's a Saturday night. It's a beautiful day here. Hope it was. Oh, it was nice. It was here, wherever you are. I don't myself have a topic I wanted to cover tonight. Um, but who's who's cutting their grass at freaking nine o'clock, man? What are you doing? That's insane. I'm trying to see this call from the outside, but hell. I don't know what the possibilities of that are. Let's see if uh, if I say it's gonna call in. Mm-hmm. I hope you can't see it. Oh, Mitch, that's how it goes. It's a simple thing. Once you move to a Hello? state of consciousness, a state of self Hello? Oh, hey, what's up? Oh, what's happening? Just click clacking on the old keyboard, looking up all sorts of crazy shit. Listening to what's going on on the airwaves. Oh yeah, what's, what's going on on the airwaves? Just a lot of people chatting across the world, basically. You know, there's a lot of jibber jabber, in a good way. You know, people are coming out of their shells. I feel there's more uh, people reaching across the aisle, and just I, it's I can just see it. It's taking place globally. That. You know, people feel the need to uh, speak now. Oh man, I can't, I can't, I couldn't agree more. That's that's what I'm noticing more. It feels as if uh, 
this has kind of been some kind of catalyst in the right direction in, in a general sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to go as far as we can take it. Uh, I'm still getting my coffee together here. Oh yeah. Is this recording? <laughs> yeah, Is I'm recording. It, yeah. yeah. I think I'm, rec- I think I'm recording right now. Cause Okay, yeah, it looks like you are you are recording. Um, dude, I was looking at all kinds of crazy shit. There's this guy, uh, Joe Imbriano. You know him? Uh, no. Never kind of an interesting guy. Yeah. He's from California. He talks a lot about the 5G stuff, and uh, he mm-hmm. talks about how you know he talks about like the Wi-Fi signals and stuff, and how that can like mess up your hemoglobin in your blood so it can make it difficult to um, breathe and that kind of thing Um, but there's so much that's just attached in with that stuff Um, you know just like in our environment a lot of the toxins and you know um, the the things which are definitely affecting our brains and our blood and our our whole systems just being kind of um, you know, enmeshed in all of this. Yeah, that's what, you know, that's, that's one of the things, like, I try not to discount it at all, because these are all frequencies, um, you know, that we're being bombarded with, like, constantly, you know, there's no escaping it at this point. You can, you can get paranoid and, you know, paint your house in Faraday caves, blah, 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 you know, there's a market for that feeder, right? But ultimately, with what's going on, there's there's only going to be one way to reverse all of this. It's going to have to be. So I don't know if you, sorry, just back, kind of back to the chatter. You know, um, I was in the ACR chat today talking to Chopper, and we were talking about um, art. Well, basically, it was interesting. We were talking about, like, ultimately what we do, um, but it, it came out in the form of art. And, you know, it's going to be ultimately bringing out about a new structure that we can't imagine at, at this point. But that's going to be the only way we can escape, like, all these frequencies and all this shit that's, like, truly disconnecting us. Are, are we going to have to create our way out of this? Ultimately. Ultimately, that's going to be the only way. We can't, we can't destroy. Destroying things is what they want you to do, right? All we, we don't have to destroy anything. All we have to do is create a new way. And once people see there's a new way and a better way, they'll be like, oh, okay, why didn't I see that before? And then it's it's not, I don't know. People need the information that's going to allow them to create that new world, though. So there has to be vision based on based on the knowledge, Based exactly. on, like, good why, knowledge. That's why I think, like, you know, we got to, like, focus on our perception. And, you know, it, we got to come back and connect ultimately to what we are uh, at the end of the day. That's where I keep going with this is that's going to be the only way for us to resolve any of this. Yeah, we're, like, um, finding something within ourselves that's deeply buried and is that core essence 
Yeah. Oh, goodness. The undifferentiated right. consciousness, as Aldous Huxley would say. I was just listening to a great interview by him uh, today. And, Ald- you know, Aldous Huxley, part of the Huxley family. I think a lot of the Huxleys were evil scientists. But I think Aldous Huxley was actually pretty a pretty decent person. He did. Really? He had a lot of insight into the human mind and um and consciousness or whatever and the problems of civilization and it keeps on coming up again and again is um you know this difference between what we are and then what we are trained to become and what we adapt into via the environment which is so powerful so so what you're saying i'm I'm, maybe i'm misconstruing what what you're saying but you're saying that more of uh out of touch look like commentating on a state rather than projecting what he wishes to be you mean with like brave new world yeah, exactly, with that, that type of stuff. And just like, you know, his, you know, what, what's his brother's name? I don't think he was... And all of that kind of stuff. Oh, I'm sorry, what was that last part? You know, um, His brother, I can't remember his brother's name, but he founded UNESCO. Oh, Julian Huxley? Yeah, yeah, brother, whoever, however it was. And I don't even know what really what UNESCO is. I saw some oh, brief okay. stuff on it, but I don't... Isn't it, It's some... I assume it's some kind of globalist, like, yeah, think so tank or something. Um, kind of. Um, basically, UNESCO sets the policy, kind of, I guess, on, like, historical um, things that are considered historical and culture, culturally significant and, like, um, educational standards. And um, I forget what it stands for specifically. But basically, um, they put out the policy as far as, like, molding a culture and, and like they put out um, they put out the UN policy basically on like style norms and what should be done so they're involved in like molding the culture in a way yeah yeah exactly right I, exactly. yeah well you know and I don't know too much about everything about the whole family but Aldous Huxley as far as the interviews and talks that I've seen him give, he, you know, seems like a very well fleshed out, maybe even a poetic type of person who had a great deal of interest in human nature and, and science. Um, but what I also get from him in the talks that I've seen is that he was genuinely concerned about the changes that were going to take place in the scientific era because he felt like that the change and he did essentially warn people through his book but also in interviews saying that he was concerned that um the science and the technology were going to go faster than people's 
ability to rationally adapt adapt themselves to it. And it, he was correct. So okay, so honestly, that's an that's an interesting take um, on Aldous Huxley because they that brings me to the point of like you know the whole conspiracy realm in itself, like finding out what is truly real because like it, a lot of people would consider Aldous Huxley to be a negative. Um, identity, a negative, like, you know, person, this person who was Albus Huxley, right, was a, was a negative person and wanted to bring about these things that he was talking about in his book. But, you know, it's, I'm just, honestly, I find it interesting that, that you get a different take from that. And, um, you know, I, I don't discount that. Um, yeah, you should look up his interviews because he does, he is an interesting, eloquent speaker. He obviously knows a lot. Um, you know, clearly a good student of life, kind of a philosopher type. Um, so I, you know, I would consider him a genuine thinker, uh, just based on what I know about him. Now, of course, I don't, I don't know if there's any like biographies of him out there. It would be interesting to find one that was really good and in depth. Um, but he does have talks on YouTube that I just recently have seen a couple of them, and um, they're, you know, they don't have that many views. So I guess hmm. people kind of like get the just up and you know front and center version of this person. Um, but you know he he was very. I view him as actually having some humane viewpoints because he would um, specifically because I think he had an interest in what really was the driving factor of a person, you know, like he would talk about, and I don't think it was just like for scientific control. It seems to me that he was actually genuinely interested in it and he kind of, brought like different viewpoints to the table he would talk about how um you know like the greeks talked about people basically being like possessed with demons and then the uh the christians as well and he basically you know was trying to um figure out what what is that and how does that relate to what our modern conception is in the scientific way you know, and so he, you know, and he also talked about, um, I won't talk long. I'm just last point. He, he said that there was reverence for our fathers is how he put it. So like our ancestors, because they didn't know as much as we do, but yet they still knew a lot about a few things. And those were the things that they focused on. That that's interesting. Um, so I guess the viewpoint I have on that would be, so you know we know um, what was his name H R T R Huxley, somebody who was Donald Bulldog, right? Who who was the great grandfather grandfather of Aldous Huxley. So you know they come clearly come from a, a lineage of you know. Uh, uh, intelligentsia, an elite, you know, 
her class. So why would they not be, you know, so I guess I'm going to take it back just because you mentioned the, the Greeks, you know, like, like Pythagoras, right? Um, you know, he had actually like a whole cult was developed um, behind Pythagoras and his theories. And so I believe, um, you know, a lot of truths were revealed during Pythagoras' time and they were able to uh, 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 extract a lot of knowledge um, through the, the math they were developing. But, you know, this knowledge became occulted and became hidden and became used as a tool of manipulation and of control, uh, you know, an upper hand, um, you know, Rockefeller would describe it as leverage um, that they could use and wield upon, you know, the, the masses, the uninitiated who were not uh, privy to this hidden information. So I guess to me, I would kind of take Huxley as like almost like a, not a form of, I guess I wouldn't be gaslighting, but it would be like a, you know, whether, you know, like, I, I, I couldn't tell you, you know, the, the man's uh, intentions behind the information he's putting out. But, you know, to me, it, it seems that he would have, you know, would be more online on the possibility of being privy to this occulted information that's been handed down to time. Yeah, definitely. Um, that brings to mind that if he had that information and let's say, you know, hypothetically everybody in those circles did, then in a way he did do a service to humanity by putting that out. I mean, you could call that gaslighting, I guess, um, depending on the intent behind it. But yeah, so I guess there is that, that question of it. Um, but he did put in that effort to do it. And I suppose I don't think that anyone would like specifically put this to this individual, like, Hey, you're going to go out here. And although this is interesting to think about, like, you know, are there such things there likely are, right? Like we're going to put out this like disinfo or, or this way to like lead people astray. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's like, why would you even, well, can I, can I just yeah, go here? ahead. Uh, you know, this brings me back to the world of gray we live in, right? So different actions, you know, could be described, you know, quantified as good or bad, depending on the situation and depending upon the intent behind it. And ultimately, that intent is either animated or captivated by a specific energy. So, you know, these these are the questions that become easier to answer when you're more connected to everything that we are and everything that we are surrounded upon and when you can better understand the structure. You know, you can maybe, you know, forecast, you know, kind of speculate on intent, but even still, that's something I generally try to stay away from because, you know, speculation is just... It's, it's, it's a game we, we, we play in our minds that, you know, may ultimately be un, unattainable and not be um, something grounded in 
I, I lost that last point. But, well, I mean, um, like a lot of things in life are just us responding to things based upon what our desires are in the final uh, outcome, I suppose. Like, I think we have all of these competing desires, and depending on w- which one is at the helm, that's going to um, change where we shift our analysis. You know, we can also we can desire things. Like, for instance, it would be nice if there's a if there are people out there who are quote unquote good who actually have, um, you know, been in the circles of power. It's like, you know, wondering, even in the upper echelons of these people, you know, are there uh, people who are, who care about the, the masses of humanity? I think in part because, you know, there's the desire to be saved. To be saved by another. I mean, these people aren't going yep. to save us. Right. Right. We, we, you, you must be your own savior. And that's, I don't like, you know, I feel like I end up harping on the same thing, but, you know, that's something else I don't particularly like about Christianity itself is the fact that in Judaism as well, you know, you're waiting for this Messiah. You're waiting for somebody who's going to come make it all go away. It's all just going to happen. But we must be the ones to bring this about. You must bring about the goodness and, you know, truth within your life and resonate and manifest things out of truth in your life to where, you know, in a scale of reality sense, it, it, it and, you know, how we live in a web of reality and different connections to where, you may do something and that in turn has a ripple effect on someone else. And, you know, it, you, it, you know, inertia is a, a element of physics that exists within our dimension. So there's, you know, there's inertia behind ideas and energies as well that we aren't able to perceive. Just because they, they do exist within the third dimension, they are still, subject to, you know, the same uh, physical principles as the object, but, you know, we, we must bring it about ourselves, you know, it's, we can't wait for, you know, somebody to give us the information and to tell us what to do to make it happen. Right, but again, you know, this is why I, I do put so much into the idea, you know, looking at the mind because I feel like there are processes that are going on that we have to be made aware of in order for us to even continue the journey forward because we keep on getting knocked into lower states of ourselves. Um, and this was something that I wanted to bring up, but basically there are people who are the proponents of the idea that the psychological makeup of any individual is basically loosely connected um, at the most disparate elements that are based upon basically sub-selves, right? So different aspects of ourselves specializing in different things. And that can also be, 
you know, specializing in terms of uh, being in a particular emotional state. Now, the school of psychology that I had been particularly taken with basically categorized these sub-selves into three categories, being children, guardians, and managers, right? And so these would constitute, constitute you know, um, dynamics that are occurring in the mind that we're that are either going silent or active, depending on what the circumstances are. And there are Ooh. circumstances which lock you into one or or one kind or the other. And for instance, what I think that happens today is that we're all getting locked in our children, in in our fearful children, in our ashamed children, in our you know all of these states that are literally the the mind of a child, right? And mm -hmm. that this is coming from a lack of integration with the other parts, right? Because there are these other groups, guardians and managers, right? And when we, and there's also the quote unquote true self, which is mm -hmm. our, basically our inner parent come to fruition. Can and I ask so, one question? Yeah, you go. Real quick, just uh, I'm just a uh, definition of uh, can I get a definition of the manager and the guardian? Um, yeah, so the so the, the guardians the guardians exist to protect the children from pain. So mm -hmm. they they would be there, you know. You could, and it doesn't have to be. The manifestations can be what we would call negative or consequentially bad. But no, no part of our psychology is actually technically against us, right? And, so, mm -hmm. so one, just one example of a guardian would uh, a typical guardian that can be identified in people's psychology would be the magician, which is mm -hmm. basically, you know, if things get really bad, the function of this this sub self in the psychology is to make all the pain go away by saying, okay. oh, this isn't reality. This isn't actually real. Okay, okay. And then um, just to make sure I'm following correctly, um, each of these subcategories exist in everyone, right? These aren't, yeah. these, these aren't, okay, yeah, these aren't like, okay, cool, all right. Yeah, so it would, you know, people might have different, um, uh, might have sub selves that have different uh, capabilities, but it's all mental processes, basically parts of personality that are meant to create homeostasis or whatever you want to call it, basically managing the system. And then when you get to what are, you know, the managers, think about in a business, you have your accountants, uh, accountants, you have people who are. Um, you know, yeah, running the numbers or keeping a catalog of events, um, people who are going to, you know, problem solvers, right? So mm -hmm. the point of talking about all of this is because I think that using this metaphor can help us to be more psychologically integrated be, by yeah, yeah. Um, 
it and and via specifically the idea that you work internally as if this is a business, an orchestra, a team, or a family. Oh man, that's that's fantastic. That that brings to me that one that brings me to the nature of this reality and it, the scalar sense of it, right? So, to one, I want to hit on this other point real quick is that you know to to bring these all in balance, right? Because the I can see, I guess, uh, I'm you know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to send me some links here, um, if you would. I want to look into this uh, for myself further so I can get, you know, some more of the details and the structure of it. Um, but, you know, it, it fits very well into, you know, what I know to be true as far as, you know, um, bringing ourselves into balance and bringing ourselves into harmony. That way, you know, I, I love the analogy of the, the family one, um, how, you, how you put it on in that last uh, instance, um, as in how, you know, when you when you're in a family that works, you're not forced into uh, you know these uh, situations. You, you you're part of a, a unit that harmoniously um, uh, counterbalances uh, itself. You know, you're you're part of a system that 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 works. A part of a you know a, of a greater structure in yourself. So you know it, it's really cool. Uh, you know, I guess when I'm saying uh, scale of reality, I just mean like you know. The structure within your brain, you know, you you have these three um, subconscious uh, categories uh, that that um, in turn make up uh, a, a consciousness, and then those conscious it, it, that's it's it's really it's a really cool. I really like that uh, analogy. Uh, yeah, it even a uh, really good yeah good track. It even gets more intense though when you start thinking about it in terms of the fact that these sub selves which exist within all of us they can be in harmony the purpose in life is to try to bring them into harmony and to literally establish dialogues between these parts of ourselves internally you know that doesn't right. mean you're going crazy because you have these different parts that's actually normal psychology yeah. that's not in yeah. mainstream understood if we did understand okay. that we could actually move further with it but a disturbing part of this that some people may not want to understand, but I feel is important for us now to really come to grips with, is that these different subselves that we have can actually literally have their own principles, their own ideologies, their own yeah. um, you know way of seeing the world, their own habits. So you're dealing with this is why people feel so much dissonance internally because it's like, well, I've got my ideal realm. You have one ideal realm or you have several, but is that manifesting in your behavior? Maybe not, but then people identify with it and they say, that's me. But it's like, well, actually, okay, that is technically you, but which you is it? That's uh, this is fantastic. Um, you know, this is a, this is a great way to describe what people have called um, demons uh, throughout, uh, you know, uh, history. Um, you know, because part of the, also the way I look at things, um, uh, when, I'm, when I'm talking about these energies that are either animating or captivating us, I, I look at it as in a sense of 
the uh, you know the a captivating energy is is, is, a, is a stealing um, in an essence energy, right? It's it's taking it's pushing you out of the way, you know, your true self, where you know this homeostasis. Um, if you want to, if you want to, kind of bring it back to that analogy, it it, it it's driving this wedge um, between you and your normal state. So this would be the cause. Like this is, I guess, to me is what I'm saying. This is how I would look at the root cause of of this in in the structure. I guess I'm trying. I'm, you know, I guess I always look more meta at stuff. You know, as far as and then you look more at you know, the structure, which is really cool, and, uh, you know, it brings points to, uh, for me, but I don't know if what I got, what if I, I don't know if what I just said uh, came off in a coherent manner. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I, you know, I, I, I want to look at, um, it, well, you were you were talking about, like, the demons thing, and I think that that's really at the forefront of this, right? Because it's also about how are we manipulated? Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing is that if there are people, like for instance, I w- I'll give you a concrete example of how this is being applied in the real world literally right now today. I went to the grocery store and I heard an advertisement playing on the loudspeaker that I had literally never heard of before until today. And it was saying it was an advertisement telling the customers to um, begin to mother themselves, right? Whoa. whoa. Why was this being injected into – now, this grocery store chain called Big Y is really big in New England, you know, and this is a Mm -hmm. multi-million dollar company. They are always – throwing something out on the loudspeaker, you know, trying to get people Mm -hmm. into certain diet regimens. Clearly they work from a base of basis of knowledge. Right. Um, but what they're doing is they're revealing in when they're doing that, that they are using and looking at those exact same principles, because this is what Mm -hmm. has been discovered in psychology. You do have inner mothers, you do have inner fathers, you have you know, uh, children, you have the the managers and all of this is what I'm talking about. And not only that, but the disturbing thing is that if somebody knows that about you and you don't know that about yourself, they can talk to parts of you that, that you don't even know that you're, that you have. Exactly. And, you know, this is, this brings me back to language. You know, one of the fundamental things I'm wanting to focus on is being conscious of the language being used because exactly like you said, it's, uh, you know, everywhere you go is NLP. And if you're not aware of it, it's a lot more powerful. Even if you are aware of it, it's incredibly powerful. And I guarantee you, you're not picking up everything. And like you said, each self, that they are talking to. It's, and so that's where innocuous things have great power over us in, in, in our reality. And that's, that's, I'm sorry I keep saying the same things. I sound like a broken record, but, you know, that's where, where, is, where, is, where are these things being manifested from? 
what, what is the energy manifesting these things? If, if it's trying to manipulating you, if it's trying to manipulate you, you know, um, force um, you into some sort of some sort of situation or mindset or you know anything uh, that is against your um, individual fruition, that would be activating energy and something you need to stay away from. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, it, it absolutely is the the demons going on today. I think that this is connected to the uh, waves and stuff like that too, though, because if you think about it, there's certain parts that are are going to react to even bodily sensations. So if you experience pain, you might get knocked back into a child state, right? And then you are now literally in the mindset of a little kid. Well, if there's a right. way to administer um, shocks and things like this to a nervous system, which we know exists today, then we might be actually operating within different parts of our personality than we usually would. Uh, you know, because wow. we're getting hit by some kind of wave that's in the air. We're not even able to see it. But then we're, we may feel like we're incompetent or something like this. Like, why am I acting this way? Yes, we are incompetent because we're being altered where our energy is at, as you were talking about. That's that's fantastic, you know, and brings me back to perception. You know, we've got to expand our understanding of this world around us. This is these are things, you know. For instance, I was talking to a fella about getting my, uh, you know, maintaining my yard, cutting the grass and stuff for me because I just don't have the time, and. You know, these are things that the average person would look at you like you're a freaking alien, man, talking about stuff like this. And we, you know, that's why I want to, you know, that's why I really want to get more people on these calls and, and stuff like that. We got to be able to talk about this with more people so we have more ways to explain this wisdom, to, to convey this knowledge to people. That's the only way we're going to be able to move past it. Yeah, well, it uh, looks like there's some people in the boiler room chat. I don't know if they've got something going right now. It sounds like they've just got music on. We could uh, drop a link in there or something if you want to. Would you mind uh, dropping a link for me? Yeah, I, I, I could drop it in there. I've, yeah, because I, I have stuff outside. Oh, you're you're outside? Yeah, does my, does my mic sound good? Does it have my yeah. quality? Yeah, it, it does sound okay. good. Okay, cool. You know, that's something I'm trying to focus on because, you know, I was trying to record an audio the other day and I ended up like diving through some construction and then I was like, oh my God, dude, I can't even try and, like, these messages are important where you kind of still got to be aware of the the quality you're putting out because, unfortunately, people's attention sometimes can't move past the structural thing. So basically what I'm trying to say is I think I need to buy a, uh, a mic. Now you can tell I'm outside. You heard that. Yeah, was that a motorcycle? Yeah, I was talking about that to uh, Montana Pete. He was mentioning that your mic didn't sound too good. And I was like, yeah, it sounds like garbage, you know. <laughs> I mean, 
No, but but the thing is, I mean, it's not that that expensive um, for one of these mics. You know, even the one I have is oh, like dollars no, or so. So the thing is, I'm thinking I'm I may get a new mic. If I did get a, a new mic, I would send you this one, but I would only get oh, a man, new mic a if. Yeah, well, you know, nobody else is gonna use it. <laughs> um, it's, it, I mean, and it is a pretty good mic. Um, yeah, it's quality is decent. You know, like I know mics aren't bad. It's just my priorities are a little weird right now. I want to put out this information, but you know, I don't have the the money right now for infrastructure for that kind of thing. Oh, like, I got you. Like I said, like I said on our first call, you know, I I had it sucks. I had all the equipment for this. You know, I had a really nice like. I think it was a blue mic. I don't know. Um, it was, I had a nice mic, and somehow between now and then, my Mac has been stolen or lost, and I have, like, some shitty Toshiba thing that can barely upload a video to YouTube. And <laughs> so I'm I'm working off uh, skeleton uh, equipment over here. Hello. Yeah, I accidentally, I accidentally dropped out. I accidentally dropped okay. out. Yeah, I, was like, uh, I didn't know how long I was talking to myself, so then I just like, yeah, it was just like probably twenty seconds. Oh, that's not too bad. So I'm not crazy. No, you're not. <laughs> you definitely are not. I, I mean, and we're just we're trying to not be crazy by. And it's not, it's, this is not craziness to go into knowledge and to begin to expand our understanding about all of these things. So, I mean, your friend who's coming over and it doesn't have a conception of all these things. It's not like people are quote unquote bad people for not wanting to look into this stuff. It's just that they will not, they're just not going to have as much insight into the whys of things. You know, a lot of people aren't even interested in the whys of things. A lot of people are happy accepting things the way they are. And, you know, that's not their fault. You know, that's that's the constraints of growing up in the system. You know, uh, schooling is very powerful to make you not give a shit, not want to learn, not, you know. I struggled in school myself for asking why often, you know, uh, because many times, you know, the teachers themselves don't have the answer to why because they themselves never even asked that question. They just became artificial intelligence, you know, regurgitating information. And yeah, right. Putting, not, 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 not gathering conclusions from the information yeah. they, they I feel have. like you get a lot of perspective looking back on the people who have aided in building us up in this um, society uh, like uh, the the more you learn about this type of information, because when you do so, yeah, yeah, you do re- recognize that that it's not like the smartest, most creative, or genius type of people are actually the ones who are teaching you anything. It's people who followed the plan. If they followed the way that they were supposed to do it, 
and they thus the system rewarded them with a slot and then they go in and they just <laughs> spew their crap because ultimately because they're they're not these people are not advanced in any way you know i mean a school teacher here or there might kind of try and inculcate some some uh, different yeah. knowledge but yeah yeah not on a on a over overarching you know uh, a meta analysis of the school system uh you know you have throughout the world it's ultimately the same you know it's rubber stamp it's all the you know cookie cutter schooling but yeah the the people giving you this information don't understand the ramifications of the information they're giving you otherwise they wouldn't be giving you that information you know they've they've never thought about these things and you know people are worried about artificial intelligence taking over the world um, artificial intelligence is already freaking running the world you know these people don't know anything but they can spit some facts at you at, back out at you like yeah i like how you say that artificial t- intelligence is already running the world like they are the artificial intelligence already it's not the exactly. innate intelligence exactly they don't have any intuitive needs they don't have any knowledge they have information they have structure they're they're missing the knowledge behind everything they're doing otherwise they wouldn't be doing what they're doing you know that's that's the point of all this and you know that brings me back to you know some of the symbols we see within our realities um you know and you know i i know i probably keep saying this but you know things are circular we keep getting back in these circular things as in like you know People aren't dumb. They're made dumb by the school system, right? But the school teacher that the school teacher now only became a school teacher by other school teachers. You know, it's circular. The, the, this, this thing that's being done to us is a cycle. It, it's, they don't it's have any method of comparing information. Like, there's no – they don't have a, a any standard for being able to look at information and actually figure out what is pertinent and what's – not right and you know it um just that you know brings me back to the culted things that have been hidden from us and that have been used as tools to um take control and you know harness the power of human creation into a negative manifestation that, you know everything that's being done is, is is being is being done by captivating energy forcing its structure onto you rather than you expressing your individualism that has been hammered out of you. So, you know, everything ends up ultimately being circular. And that's why, you know, I, that's why, you know, 666 is, is incredibly powerful as far as what it's conveying a, around you. It's not, you know, the mark of the beast. In, in a sense it is, you know, it's the mark of the beast as in it's the mark of the beast as, you know, it is the characteristic. This you know, if something is of this nature, it is, it is a, it lets you know that if it has this characteristics, it is of this nature, which would be, you know, the, the devil in, you know, the Christian um, sense. Um, but, you know, like, that, back to, you know, the meanings behind things being occulted, you know, that's, it's, um, you know, a lot of things we interact with in, even in the conspiracy realm, things we think we have, you know, we've been giving one, we've been given one meaning behind this symbol, you know, um, six 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 specifically. But you know, what, what what information can we really extrapolate from six six six? 
and you know these different symbol groups, how they have uh, connections in our reality. And sh- uh, should we do so? Um, I guess I feel like I wasn't clear. The reason I'm saying like six 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 is like you know the nature of the number six. You know, it's a line that if you follow it turns into a circle, and then if you stay on it, you're you're on that circle forever. So you know that's that's what I mean by like six 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 conveying the message of like a cycle. But um, what, but what do you but at the same time, like people just say you know six 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 is bad, and they won't tell you. What, it won't look more into that, where you're kind of reading it symbolically. So you're saying people wouldn't look, they'll just say 666 is, is Oh, no, I won't. I, yeah, yeah, I thought that that was what you were you were kind of alluding to, that we can get, you know, it's like people will just yeah, throw yeah. out things like that, but they won't actually talk about the symbolic yeah, nature yeah. of it. Yes, exactly. You know, they'll tell you something is bad, but... Sometimes you need an understanding of why uh, a, a symbol is bad, and it can, you know, it's back to the nature of reality. Just being engraved, you can, you can gather, you know, some some good knowledge, some some metaphor from, you know, um, symbolisms that we've been told is bad. Um, you know, I'm not saying it's good and it's being used for good, but I'm saying if if we're aware of these symbols, we can extract um, some some powerful knowledge that that um, can actually, you know, um, uh, bring us out of this world of symbolism that we're being forced upon, or is being forced upon us. Yeah, and uh, people, you know, it's it's like you'd have to be a, a certain type of person to even make it so far as to really be trying to decode symbols in such a way. And for the average person... They're not going to approach things in that way. They will have whatever it is that is in their system of values. And then generally they would reject things which don't fit into their system of values or that they don't see relevant to their system of values. You know, it's like I keep on returning to the idea that in a way, if, uh, if, you know, one way to reach people that is really good is basically through entertainment, you know, and yeah. it's almost like counter brainwashing. I hate to put it that way, but I kind of believe in it in a sense because I almost think that you can't really reach a lot of people through conscious means can, of explanation. Can I just interject for one question? Yeah, because please. I, uh, um, you know, that's back to leading people to the truth, not ex- you can't explain it to them. So, you know, it's not necessarily, you know, I, you know, I, I see exactly what you're saying, you know, calling it counter brainwashing, it kind of gets to this negative connotation that you're trying to manipulate somebody, but, you know, it, the entertainment and media and essentially, are essentially expressions of art of individuality, which is what we call art. So, you know, that brings me back to the point I was uh, talking about earlier when I said, you know, we're going to have to develop new structures to, to get us out of this, not destroy things. We're going to develop new art uh, structures, and that's a form of art. So, um, you know, art can be incredibly powerful. You know, an artist can say what you and I are talking about in a picture. You know, uh, a, a musical artist can say what you and I are talking about through incredible incredibly powerful analogies 
um, and um, metaphors and songs. So, you know, it's it's not, it's definitely nowhere near, um, you know, that negative connotation that, you know, counter brainwashing has. Yeah, yeah, and I don't even really like that, you know, counter brainwashing, because it's like, you're not, you're not brainwashing people, you're, you're um but at the same time you do have to bring it home you know it's like people need to get the message and they're probably going to need to get the message over and over and over again for it to really stick i mean that's how you know that's how people are inundated with the culture that's why they always change culture because the culture it works it is a Mm -hmm. form of repetition that is always around you so then those things stick into your brain and you just kind of operate on those assumptions, you know, and, and that's how and it's also the same process of normalization, right? And that's how people are inducted into the culture. And it's not through a direct experience. It's just by everything that you're steeped in over time. Right. Right. So we, 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 we perceive the insanity of our world as uh, sane. Um, but, you know, that brings me to the point of, so in this scale of reality we live in, if you reflect back and um, quantify some of the experiences you've had and analyze the structures that have taken place in your life um, with the, 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 the proper eyes to view uh, what's taken place, you can, you can uh, see some underlying themes. Um, running through your life as far as um, things you must overcome and and things that are beneficial to you and your strengths and your weaknesses and 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 gathering um, the, the that has ultimately made you who you are today. So you know that's that's how the nature of this world works. So to me, that would absolutely be uh, an animation of this world to to you know. Um, give these the, the that would be an expression of animation because you know you're giving these people this message and, and this message of truth and this message of love and and everything that it truly is meaningful in this world giving it to them over and over again is one way they're going to have to look back and eventually you know you see it in your life like I, I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to say is like you know my life um, you know, when I was, you know, disconnected incredibly more so, you know, um, when I was not, when I was, I didn't believe in God and I felt that, you know, the earth came from nothing and the big bang and when you're dead, you're dead, you're in the ground, all that nothingness. I felt, you know, so lost and, and uh, not a part of anything. But yeah, to, to understand uh, what you are, uh, I realized that throughout my life, I've been put in situations that have ultimately led me to the understanding of where I am today and that how I was wrong before. But I guess the way I'm trying to say is, you know, God, whatever you want to call it, shapes your life and brings you to where you need to be if you're listening. So that's the, you know, that's the same thing that you can in, in, inject into media is, you know trying to bring these people to these truths it's the same way it works in your you know your personal life yeah like we're using all these words you know like god and divine and you know the truth and all this stuff it's all fundamentally coming from the same place we know that there's this better state to be in but what is it 
it's like when you emerge on the other side of the darkness, that's when it kind of dawns on you. And that's when you're basically feeling the transmission of that. You know, if that's like, you know, that you are actually good, you know, and I feel like, and I've said this before, but it's important to, to keep on saying it is that we have been trained to believe that we are bad. We have been trained to hate ourselves. We have been trained to think of ourselves as being meaningless, nothing, part of a species, just one. To do things to continue to make ourselves feel bad. Exactly, because the feeling of it, or the presupposition that you are it, is feeding what they have already set out for you to do. So that's why, you know, the proliferation of pornography and things like this, because fundamentally what it all is, is a culture of self-debasement and basically what they would, if they would, if if the controllers, what I think ultimately they would like for people to do, Mm -hmm. but they do it in different ways. But physically, if we could put it into reality, what they would actually like for people to do is to go into their homes every night, get out their cat of nine tails, and whip themselves mm-hmm. repeatedly, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. actually where they want you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but they, do that, they do that whipping. They do it psychically. It's psychic yeah. whipping, you know? And so yeah. it's always for you to castigate yourself and bring yourself lower. And then that force of God or truth or love, whatever, however you want to conceptualize it, is just that other force. And the pickle that we're in is that when, you know, sometimes in life when we're healthy and spry and we don't have anything to live for and, you know, mm-hmm. maybe we're young. It's totally easy to be a nihilist. You can like brood yeah. and just be willing to to die and all this stuff. And it's and and it's like it brings you closer to the precipice without you knowing. And then as soon as you get scalded by that mindset, because eventually it does, you know, destroy your life in whichever way it does. Then you start to discover what those other principles are. Then you start to see that there is good. Then you start to see that there's all these things. If you can connect back to intuition, which is always there, if you are listening to it and and do not push it down and force it away, yes, you're absolutely right. That is how you come about it when you you do get burned by this mindset. But I just want to go back to a quick connection you made for me that was like, that's why when I don't know if you heard when I, when you were talking, I said, "Oh, I did, dude, it was it was really cool." Um, so just back to the porn thing real quick and to the the subconscious, right? So so think about the the um, you know through history, you know they like to call it an incubus and a succubus, right? You know the, these creatures that uh, feed on sexual energy of men through night, blah blah, blah whatever, right? So. Think about the act of a woman that is subjecting herself to pornography. She must put herself in that childlike state, or would that be the guardian state? One of those states, I couldn't, like I said, I'm not, I need to look more um, for myself into, you know, the, the specific uh, uh, nomenclature and how things are used, but to, to me that, that just like, like just clicks, like, like, wow. So that, that would be, the, the manifestation and in the true reality sense of what is in trying to be conveyed of 
this woman put um, putting the rest of herself down and allowing herself to be imbalanced and out of phase and be captivated by this this mentality that is not hers, but is she because of the constraints of this reality, she feels she needs money to do these things, and so she subjects herself to pornography, and she must do it through putting herself in a in a non-conscious state. Right, feeding the psychic split. And, I, you know, I think that with pornography, how it goes is that there's several psychological factors all going on uh, when you view it and just the whole participation in it is in part, I would say, in this way, it completely re- removes management. There's no management going on in your state. What's happening is that there's parts of you that are saying, oh, you know, go have fun, right? You know, go enjoy yourself Mm -hmm. sexually through this medium. But actually what it's doing is more harm. It's doing more harm because in a sense, and I mean, I, I take this stance now and I I don't mean to make anybody feel uncomfortable, but I do view pornography essentially as psychic molestation and it's happening on a grand scale all the time and it's normalized and it's brought, you know, and it's because what's happening also is that through this process, what they can also do is they can blend what's there in the porno sphere with the real world. And that's what they're doing is they're merging those worlds together. So that also is the darkness of the internet is that, yeah. It is a place where there is all of this quote unquote secrecy and darkness and vice that's going on in the background of our society. But then what they can do is they can siphon the essence from both of those realms and they can fuse them together. And that's why you see in our actual 3D reality the sexualization of everything and everyone. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. it's um, this process that that is it's just further towards now for the average person, you know, this is it begins as something that is harmless and it's about fun and experiencing yourself. But you they never pleasure. wanted it to be that they always wanted it to go all the way to the darkest place. Yes. yes. So. Um, I want to hit on two points. Um, you know, they, the controllers, right, this captivating energy is always having you seek external pleasure, right, you know, physical pleasure. When, you know, the pleasure that you receive through masturbation is nothing equal to true love, right? That's, that, that's, that's, it's not, it's a, it's a bastardization, right? It's, it's a, it's a inharmonious energy. It's the, uh, Emittance of a male energy into nothingness, to not be enveloped, to be to to not be enveloped and caused to be in balance with the female energy, right? But then, I really like how you described it as psychological molestation, because that brings us back to making people do things that continually to make themselves feel bad about it as a form of ritual abuse. And how they control people on a very simple psychological level is it's, you know, it's the, the Nelson from the Simpsons. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? But really, you know, they're bending your elbow, forcing 
your hand to hit you in the face. Yeah, completely. And I agree with you, you know, definitely ritual abuse. And, you know, I, I like what you said about it, you know, um, making it inharmonious with the male energy because the, it's into nothingness as opposed to the real outlet. And that's definitely how they capitalize on the male energy because they want to take the male energy out of play. Like the male energy exactly. is action. In a way, what we're doing on this call, this is a manifestation of male energy. This is something being done. You know, if exactly. and and they want to remove that anybody would take any action such as this, right? But right. but at, at the same time, you know, that is the salvation for a lot of young men today is giving them that choice, which is like, look, you can go and you can pursue this, and this is going to bring you to no end, as it does. Or, and the thing, you know, it's, you don't, you're not going to fight this addiction, you're not going to fight this habit by confronting it head on and saying, I'm not going to do this anymore. You can try and do that, maybe some people will escape it. But it's more so about, what are you going to do now with the energy that you would have expended on that task. And if you don't find that thing, you you have less of a chance of escaping it because ultimately it's all coming back down to purpose. You know, if people are going to stagnate and they're going to fall into their habits and they're going to take themselves out of the arena, if they're not exercising their purpose to fruition. Absolutely. And you know, that brings me back <laughs> The, the word that just keeps popping into my head is simulacra, right? They're, they're getting everybody into a synthetic form of what we know to be true and actions that actually bring about life and that, uh, that animate and that bring out creation, you know, in, in, in literal senses of, you know, uh, you know, sex between a man and a woman. Um, but, you know, the, the other... Um, expenditures of energy that, that go into, you know, creating art or structures or, you know, <clears throat> tons of, tons of things. But the, this, the drawing us into what is not real, drawing us into a world that they control is the hell. This is the apocalypse that has been talked about in the Bible. This is the hell that is here and has been here that is not coming is it, here and we must escape it. It, it, it. It's not a matter of trying, of waiting for it to happen. It's a, it's a matter of it being here and it's just becoming uh, a grander in scale and, and in scope. Yeah, that's so perfect. I was having that exact same thought today that this, that we live in hell. I completely agree with you. And that's not meant to be this thing where everybody should go, boo-hoo, everything sucks, we can't do anything about it. But it's like, <laughs> you have to know where you are. Like, yes, the like we are in hell. We are in a place that is on fire, burning and seething, <laughs> people with serpentine half-bodies transmorgified into, you know, all of these beings. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. what turning us into because they're doing so many psychic splitting attacks on our brains that in a way we are becoming animals, you know, in this way. Yeah. 
Yes, yes, we are, we are being disconnected from what we truly are. And, you know, it's funny that you bring up animals, but animals are more connected than in this, to what they are than we are. You know, animals don't, you know, you know look at the, you know, we, we, we see animals and they stay away from humans. Why do you think that is? They know we're fucking crazy. But then, you know, why, you know, in certain instances, certain people are able to interact. Like, I know, um, you know, a buddy of mine, um, was telling me, uh, you know, he doesn't necessarily think of, uh, of the world that we, we do, but he was just giving me an anecdotal thing of, you know, he goes camping all the time and, you know, he's a really, uh, somebody who's really into hiking, you know, kind of, you know, liberal nature kind of guy. But, you know, he was telling me about um, this experience he had at the at, at cabin he was staying at and how these rabbits that were just all about around his cabin, he was sitting out there, he had been there for a couple of days or whatever, uh, and the rabbits just started coming up to him. You know, they 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 got close to him. They they weren't afraid because they could see his energy. They could see his intention. They were able to understand that he was not resonating in a state of fear and and operating in insanity that that most people are. So it, it's funny to me that you know you, you bring up animals, but in, in a sense, animals are even more connected to what they are than we are. Oh my God, that that and that is so true. You know, and there's even there's people who, you know, have troubling lives and they just love animals so much. And why is that? Because animals have retained that that purity. Um, and 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 so, yeah. And and um, you know, especially like a dog or something. But um, mm-hmm. with the yeah. So so going back to me saying that you know we're we're animals. You're right. I mean, what what is it really? It's becoming demon. It's becoming demonic human beings, which is even worse yeah. because we have the most complex uh, brains yeah. of any other creature in terms of what we can conceive. Now, there's other creatures that have maybe some would argue more emotional capacity. This would be like whales mm-hmm. and elephants are smart and all of this jibber jabber. But I don't right, think anybody right. would deny that. Look at the creations of human beings. Look at the arts. Look at the architecture. Like everything that comes about through our capabilities, also through our physiology, because that's how we are. Yes, but we're incredibly complex. We're we're incredibly complex, right? And you know, I like what you say. Like, look what we do. We create complex structure within this world. Um, But uh, what the. I lost it. I'm sorry I interrupted you. On the, you were making a great point, um, and I interrupted you. I had it. I swear I had it. I wouldn't have interrupted you with nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I, I keep on thinking about, like, this being a time to step into the light. Like, I had this thought one yeah. time, and I, people might think this was a delusional or a crazy thought, but I just was in the midst of having almost like a, a – just an eye-opening third eye-opening experience and i was Mm -hmm. like seeing seeing so many things at once you know seeing the good in people but also seeing how dark the situation that we're in is and i was Mm -hmm. like i just the thought just like popped into my head it was like you know god is calling his people whatever that means And I think that yep. that's the the phase that we're in right now is the people mm-hmm. of God, the people of truth, whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it. Dude, we um, are stepping um, into the light. We're dispelling the shadows, and by 
by shining, you know, because also it's about like, just saying, you know, a lot of people are pussies as well. Like when it comes to yeah. just admitting things about themselves, you know, it's like, look, you people, you're not better than anyone else. Let's dispense with this idea. And, and people, and we we've been in ensconced with that bullying culture to where nobody, Oh, nobody wants to be vulnerable. And it's like, yeah, you don't walk around, um, you know, just like w telling people, Hey, you know, uh, here's everything about me and please, you know, exploit every problem that I have. That's not really what it is. It's more like, look, we're human beings. We share a nature. There's things about us which are undeniable. There's dark things about, about human existence and our lives and what we have to go through in the world currently as it is. Should we not yeah. give a voice to that? If you don't give oh a voice God. to that, yeah. those of you who want to shut it down, those of you who want it silenced, you are all pussies. And I yeah, don't, exactly. you know, whatever. It, that's just more of exactly. that that language. But it's like that is the but condemnation no, that they yes, need to yes. feel. Yes, you, I mean, all right, I'm not in a non-weird sense. When you said, you know, uh, God's calling his people, like, I got goosebumps. Like, I'm like, dude, we're on the same frequency. I know exactly what you feel and what you're saying. But um, to the point what I was going to say um, earlier, and it it, it totally um, coheres with the statement you just said and what, what, what we were just talking about, is, um, <clears throat> you know, we were talking about humans and animals. The way I look at it is, you know, humans are supposed to are culmination in our dimension in our reality is to be the stewards like kind of like the native americans had you know in their mind we're the stewards of this reality we're the ones who can shape it and create it and take care of it and nurture what is going on here rather than abdicate back to the you know put we're abdicating you're giving up you're letting someone else destroy what has been given to you and what you have been entrusted with and you're you're giving it up. You're not even trying to do jack all shit. over you're a myth over. too. They're exactly. they're also they're giving exactly. it up out of a myth because what is the fun? What is the underlying myth that is driving all of it? Benevolent people who are in structures higher than I am are taking care of business because that's what they have to do, and I need to listen exactly. to them. It's a it's exactly. a very obvious psychological dynamic that's taking place that does go back to childhood and if people don't understand that that is what's working at play that they think but what is it it's not a healthy familial dynamic if the government was our you know was our benevolent father it would not be treating us this way that's just how it is like we would be evidence of this who in the modern world do we know really who has all of their needs met people have their material yeah. needs met that's just about it and not even that a lot of the time so right. are they going to get all of their other needs met no because what do you have you have a bunch of people who don't have their needs met and what does that create? That creates strife between people, aggression, anger, discontent, and it ultimately creates the cycle of abuse. 
And that's why yeah. we're all down here on the animal farm. What's happening <laughs> is that we are all abusing each other and we're abusing ourselves. So we're becoming Absolutely. abusers and abused people. But the, but what, it's what, only okay. because we're accepting or because we haven't accepted that we need to take responsibility for this now. Well said. I mean, I, yeah, that's, <laughs> you, you hit it. I mean, what, what can, what else, you know, can we do at, at this point? You know, it, it just brings me back to, man, you know, like how you said, you know, even in this conspiracy realm, it feels like that's what a lot of people end up doing. You know, they're sitting around waiting for someone else to make this go away. You know, even, you know, like even people who are putting out content, put, what, yeah, okay, putting out information is good. You know, it has a sense. But what what else are you, you know, are you giving people tools to, like, are you trying to bring something about or are you just talking about what is going on? Are you trying, are you... Are you trying to manifest something of your own spirit? Are you trying to are you right. expressing your own individuality? Are you just yeah you know yeah we need what's we, happening? We have been missing the action in the world component, and that is what is coming alive today. That's what's coming alive in us. That's what's coming alive in other people. Is the is set is stepping up and doing something. Because yes, mm -hmm. you're right. Like we can keep on looking at this shit sandwich of a world and talking about how smelly it is and gross. And that's, you know, that's a horrible, that's a really disgusting analogy, but that's what that's we're doing. Perfect. We're just looking at the shit sandwich and we're like describing it, you know, but it's like, it's not going to change anything. You have to like, you know, cook up something for yourself, you know, make a three course meal, like make it real nice, you know? Get the herbs yeah. and the spices, and that's what we're adding to the ingredients, you know. And and it's like at this point, if you're not, but but maybe here's here's also the, a component. Maybe people aren't talking about the solutions because people don't know what the solutions are. And right. and that well, is also what I'm thinking. That's a great point, but you know. You and I aren't on here telling people we have the solution. We're on here telling people, hey, um, it's about time we, we start coming up with solutions. Because, you know, we can do yeah. this through the Internet. But at, at some point, dude, this is going to – we have to move past the Internet. It's going to be reality, reality, you know, something that's not as controlled. Because, you know, let's say you and I, this goes exactly where we want it. You and I, we, we got 50 million followers. We got this crazy, you know, air quotes cult going on, right? We're selling you know supplements. Easy, yeah, you know how freaking fucking easy it would be to shut that shit down via internet, and how much, how much um, you know, um, chaos you can cause, how much dis, distrust and the infighting, which ultimately everything ends up in freaking these conspiracy fucking circles like just on a quick side note like i got on the discord chat on the from the hoax busters call today just to see it dude it is just divulged into some weird like another form i'm like now my mind's already made up on that whole situation but the just the, the everything is going on it's just people name calling and disconnecting and 
total chaos. Now people don't know what to fucking think because someone isn't there feeding them the information because they haven't truly extracted any knowledge that was even expressed in those calls. So, like, it, it, it just brings it back to, like, you know, people don't still know what – even people who think they know what the fuck's going on don't know what's going on. So it's pretty hard to – Right, because how could you know what's going on if you don't realize that you're a part of it and eventually you're going to have to participate? Like, the phase that we are in right now, if people really want to know what – as far as what I think where we are right now – we are in Underground Railroad 2.0. We are in Information yeah. Revolution. We are in, like, printing press era. Like, shit yeah. is going to continue to need to keep on becoming reality, right? As long as we're just doing it on the internet, it's like, you know, this, like you're saying, like, the medium could go away at any point. What matters is the network and also, you know, it, people being serious. This is going to require people being adults and being serious. Like, what do you really want out of this world? Eventually, you've got to start. If you if you want to participate in getting as many people out of this hellhole as possible, it's going to be about reaching, uh, reaching and helping people. There's going to be espionage. There's going to be spying. There's going to be all kinds of crazy mm-hmm. shit that happens. But that is. Yeah the reality of the world in which we live it's not us playing in the sandbox infinitely which is this internet that they've given us yes absolutely and that is where we've got to be grounded and connected to truth and what is real in this world to give us the keys to navigate this minefield that we are within you know that's why you know i name my 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 channel and you know my video, the talks I do myself is navigating, navigating through perce- or navigating perception, is that is the key. We must learn how to perceive this world if we want to get out of it. If we want to know where the potholes are, to know where to make the right turn, to know where to make the left turn, where to know to keep straight and fucking floor it. You know, we've got to we 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 we've got a lot of growing to do. I'm not. That's such a like this. <clears throat> You know, that's the thing, I, like, I feel like, you know, when you, we start talking about this, some people are going to get offended, and it's like, dude, I'm not, this is, this is not me saying I have all the answers. This is me saying I have taken the first steps to growing, and I want to heal. And the part of me healing needs you to heal yourself so we can all fucking heal. Exactly. I would, you know, I used to get so pissed off at uh, family members because I would be telling them a lot of the stuff that was going on. This was in like the freak out phase where it's like, oh my God, holy shit, everything's falling down around us. You know, and it's, it's like just, you know, <laughs> running around like a chicken with your head cut off, just screaming yeah. in the town square, somebody please listen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but anyway, so I would be telling my family members this shit and then like I would get this reply eventually, this just explosive thing of like, well, what are you going to do about it? Who cares? You know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and it's like, I remember just being utterly fucking shocked because I'm like, this person, they are in such, I don't even know what to call it. It might be ego possession that they yes. think that everybody just is saying shit for it being in their own echo chamber of their own head. Like, yes. I'm not talking about it for that. 
The reason I'm talking about it is because I'm like, we, we need to talk about it. I'm trying to get you on the same page as me because I don't want to have to do this shit by myself. You know what I mean? It's like, you're yeah. not going to be able to. And that's why I, I we do try. I, I think it, that's why it makes sense why people do categorize um, in life, right, between like let's say truthers or people who are awake is because all they're doing is they're applying a designation to somebody who they feel has enough information to have a rational discussion, you know, because yeah. it's like if yeah. you don't know what's going on, how are you going to know where to even begin in your in the discussion? How are you right. going to know? Right. Again, you have no compass. You know, you, you, you know, like – you're not even in the same room that these people are trying to go somewhere. Like, you don't even know that there's someone trying to go. Like, I don't know, the way I would look at it is, like, you don't even know there's people trying to leave. Like, and you don't even know where you are, and you just know that you could leave. And it's just, dude, it's freaking weird. Like, you know, people always think you just, like, you want to be right. You know, because they themselves want to be right. Nobody likes exactly. That's what it's really about: is they want to be right, and they think you want to be right. Yes, it's like, dude, I don't care about being right. I like being wrong because that means I get to learn. Like, like for instance, at work, right? Like, I screwed myself over. I went over on my job hours, right? Because I measured off the wrong place, right? I measured off one place instead of where I was supposed to, so it threw everything off. So I ended up set myself uh, half a day behind because I had to redo what I'd already done. And a lot of people would be pissed off that whole day. But you know what I did? It's like, well, shit, now I know I'm going to check my design three more times and make sure I'm at the right place and double check and double check because I, I made that mistake. All I can do now is learn from it. And, and that's it. Yeah. That's the other key to navigating this reality. Yeah. Dude, uh, this is the same problem that I have with people who criticize things that I do in my in the journey that I've gone on in through exploration, going down many rabbit holes and false ends, false leads, you know, mazes that brought me nowhere and so on, but constantly surging forward looking for what is true. And it's just like you look at that person and it's just like, dude, you haven't even gotten off your ass. Like you want to fucking say that I'm a problem or that I'm doing the wrong thing or, you know, don't do this, don't do that. You know, may, maybe that person has actually good advice, but it's like, look, if you're not willing to impart that uh, advice, uh, uh, you know, with um, with an attitude of, of like trying to help, then why would I listen to you anyway? You know, that's why I've always had difficulty in – with, uh, with authority, and it hasn't been because there aren't good authorities out there. It's because most of right. the people around are not good authorities. They pretend to be, and then they fuck it up, and then it's like, oh, guess I'm just going to go my own way then. And that can also lead to bad places because we cannot always trust ourselves to do the right thing with what we know. You know, so it's always about looking for people who are wiser. You know, it's that, that's what yeah. it is. It's like today, it's like, it's just looking for like, where's the wisdom at? You know, why do people congregate around people like Jay and E. Michael Jones or, you know, the, and a lot of the guys mm -hmm. who have the wisdom, 
who are they? Mm-hmm. They tend to be right. a lot of the times Christian people who are because there's a tradition there that they're following. So they've got they're more trained from the onset because what is being mass produced today are people who have zero tradition. And that's where right. the folly is. It's like you don't have any wisdom to give me. You are operating as if life on this planet is tabula rasa. It's not. A lot of the biggest problems have been solved. There, The information is out there. It's just hidden yeah. away, scattered to the four winds. We have all the tools we need. It's a matter of realizing that this tool is used for this, you know? It's that's back to where, you know, I want to, you know, things that have been occulted to misguide us and take us into one direction. If someone else were holding these tools with a different intention, they would be used as tools of animation, tools of liberation, coming from the proper energy emitted, the proper frequency of life. You know, these, these things are powerful, but it's, again, who, who's, who's wielding them? And, um, you know, it just brings me back to, I really like how you said, like, do you want to eat a shit sandwich or do you want to create your own three-course meal? Like, everybody's eating the shit sandwich. And they're eating the shit sandwich because, and, you know, I get, you know, the, the you know, you're talking about, you know, they come from a tradition that has some wisdom, you know, behind it. Uh, but I still believe, you know, even if some things have wisdom in it, the hindrances within the, you know, the things that are in there to throw you off the, the, the track, right? Those are even worse than someone not even giving you the information, not even trying to give you the information. You know, someone purposefully misguiding you is, is, is a lot more evil than someone, you know, I guess the difference between someone you know, telling you something that they believe to be true and turns out is not opposed to someone straight up lying to you and knowing they're doing it. There are many pens and we, you know, it is that problem of the dialectical mind and the reasoning process because that's what brings so many people into the, into those religions is that, uh, the secular society today is totally morally bankrupt and fundamentally satanic there. And I mean that, you know, in the ego worship sense. And then Mm -hmm. what's the, then it's like, Holy shit. I need some fucking structure in my life. Bam. Mm -hmm. Now you're a Christian, you know? And, and so there is that in the, in the middle. And, you know, again, to bring this back to TH, not TH Huxley, Aldous Huxley, he, in one of those talks as well, was um, talking about the difference between understanding and knowledge, you know, and that this is fun, a, a huge part of the problem as well because we're using, because language is being used to deploy things upon the human mind that people still don't understand. Because what is the what is the true darkness in our world? What, it's the ignorance of the human mind, the average person. So that the world itself doesn't change until that changes even people who want to copy and paste christianity aren't really solving the problem the same problem is just going to happen again because you're going to yeah. still have people who are hoarding the knowledge 
and the masses of humanity don't know it. So I guess there's a legitimate question here. How do you raise the intellect? I mean, whatever you want to call it, IQ, the maybe even IQ we'll in terms spirit, of the concept. interest quo quotient, spirit, yeah, perfectly spirit, fine with that. Like How do you spirit, raise like, that in a d massive group, you well, know? On a small scale, dude, that's where, that's where we keep, we come back to you and I, you know, in, in a way, dude, like you and I talking, the conversations we've had on and off air are making, are firing off all kinds of connections. Like, I really feel like synchronicities are taking place that have, like, exponentially, like, all right, I'll be honest with like, yeah, I've, sucked, I've seeked out a lot of information, but most of my concepts and what I'm describing to you haven't come from a book. They're not coming from one person. It's me taking a bunch of things that I've seen and understanding and experiences I've had in my life and culminating into the analogies and the metaphors I'm able to describe. And I'm genuinely, this is, this is my spirit. This is, this is my conscious. This is what is animating everything. And so, uh, you and I having these conversations that I feel truly have like blasted me further along in my understanding and where I am in this universe, like incredibly so. So it, it's a small scale that is going to get us to the big scale. It's the same way that the tiniest cell in your body groups other group together with cells in your body make up yeah. you know, the 150 pound man or you yeah. know whatever. Yeah, and we're we're co part you know co-participants in this not co-workers right because this isn't about <laughs> exactly. being at a right that i mean that's what we'd be called in the work workforce is that we're mm -hmm. co-workers but um this is co-regulation of each other's nervous systems of our mindsets and, and our information so it's like this always needed to happen and this is the problem is how many people are isolated like, like for instance, you know, I don't, I don't have that many contacts in the real world. I talk to a very small number of people and many of the people well. who I speak to in my world, they, they don't even, they don't jive with this kind of stuff. So when you're talking about being animated, it's like, I don't feel like I can be animated until, until I know that I can talk about what I'm concerned about. Which really is just looking mm -hmm. at the real world, looking at what's actually affecting us. Those things matter so much more than the minutia of the day to day, which it's, you know, ba balance, whatever. We've all got to survive and do, do those things. But it's like, it, this is what's going. And also, you know what? I want to say this because there's so much suffering in the culture is that. When people begin, when people to, talk, begin to talk, they will they also will be able to save themselves. And I'm talking that about that in a literal people's health will be saved, their sense of self, people won't commit suicide, people will have self-worth because how many people are out there who just they've been silenced? They have been silenced early on. And you know what? Somebody was talking about in the ACR chat about the symbolism behind the mask also representing that you are silenced, right? That you are yeah. 
covering your mouth that you are the citizen with no voice. And what do they want to do but make everybody like that? And that's the point. If we do have a voice and if we feel like we're affecting people, that changes everything. Because then you're not this uh, de-individuated hive creature. You are a proponent of whatever, whatever happens in the future. You're a part of history. You are participating. But people think that they're participating in history by being on this or that side of a dialectical issue when the agenda just gets rammed through. So people get that same thing satisfied in their souls, the desire to be a part of something bigger, right? By mm-hmm. just buying into whatever is given to them. But that's exactly why people love the whole green religion. I mean, yes. I get sad at my my family buying into the whole bullshit climate change thing when I'm like, look, this doesn't matter. And they take it as a hit because it's like you're – you're attacking me. It's like, I don't, I love you. I don't give a yeah. shit about climate change. I don't give a fuck about climate change. It doesn't exactly. matter. It's not, it's not relevant. Exactly. Anyway, because of Alex Jones. No, no, that's totally true. That's true. Because, you know, if, if we were to heal ourselves and come to the understanding that we're supposed to be, that would negate anything that is taking place and, quote unquote climate change you know it like i don't even want to yeah it's yeah that was a, i mean that was a great rant like i don't even know where to respond but you spot on dude it's dude and also i don't know if you're getting this feeling but people are creeping me out recently like i just think about things that people say sometimes and it just genuinely creeps me out because it's like i feel like some of the undertones of what people say sometimes ha- has this this thing in the background of like you're one of us right you know and and that just fucking gives me the heebie-jeebies it's like no i'm not one of you i never fucking signed up to be one of you we were all born into this society and educated by these people who have their own fucking belief system that they downloaded us with it has nothing Mm -hmm. to do with one of us who that you don't even know who you're a part of you're just a part of it blindly you know, mm-hmm. and that's so sad because they've been robbed. Of course, they've been yeah. robbed. That that takes me back to, you know, this scalar jump. What that's trying to use the structure that has been created in our reality to see itself as something other than it is. And so you're freaking exactly right, dude. It's it's harming as hard. You know, I, I guess that kind of goes back to the thing I said before about not in this call. Um, but about, uh, you know, it's like a weird consent. You know, they have to let you know they're doing this to you kind of thing. But, you know, everybody's they're giving into it. They're letting it, they're, they're, they're feeding into it and through all these ways and all these things. They've signed off on it. And there's many things that are making people more suggestible. Like, I, you know, I don't care if people smoke weed or whatever like that, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like the thing is, though, some of these things – they just make you more pliable because you're yeah. you're just more everything about like all the weed stuff out there today what is the message that's being sent it's like hey guys just relax just chill out nobody should Don't be relaxing right now i and no. i'm not saying that as in you that people shouldn't be calm and fe- you know 
create a sense of um, of calmness and and safety in their own lives. Absolutely, everybody needs to do that. But this yeah. whole idea of like let's all just chill out and like kumbaya and everything's okay. It's like, dude, the world is not fucking okay right now. Yeah. Think about what that, think about what that brings about passivity. And you know, it's funny you you say that because uh, it's like a, that's a new agey thing, right? To, to be positive, relax, just take it easy. You know, um, but you know, think about uh, shit. What the hell? I lost my point. Um, because you know, think about um. Okay, there we are. I'm back on track. Um, so think about um. You you say you know to be at a state of calm, right? To to be at a a, a good mental state where you're receptive to ideas. Why would you have to seek something external? to bring that state about. So why would you have to use a plant to, to tap into something that is already within you? You know, the same thing that people try to do through um, psychedelics, you know, why would you, why would you have to use an external source to tap into what is already within you? It, 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 it's, it's very strange, but it, it's, yeah, it's highlighting, it, it's highlighting the misery that people already feel. And then people aren't, uh, people feel uh, or it doesn't occur to them to speak the truth about their experience. Again, part of the hive mind, because it's like if the world, you know, if, if people are telling you constantly, like it's okay, we have our plan in place, we're going to change the world through the green agenda, and it's like, all right, I guess that I I should stop, you know, feeling like my suffering because. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. Like, you know, it's the, the, the thing is, and, and again, so it's that sacrifice aspect of it. People are sacrificing themselves to the plan to change things because they know that, you know, subconsciously they know something's wrong. They are fundamentally, they, if they knew the correct information, they would do the right thing. But because they're only operating on the information selectively that's been doled out to them, that's all they have to go on. So yes, they will create a moral mission for themselves in their own psyche. And that's honestly, that depresses the shit out of me because I know, I know for a fact, I'm like, my heart just bleeds for you. I, I know that you're suffering, but you you don't know that, that you this know. is the way to go. This isn't how you alleviate your suffering. You don't sacrifice yourself to their idea of what you are and what you should be and what your life purpose should be. Sacrifice is bullshit, dude. You don't have to sacrifice shit in this world. Everything is abundant. You know, if you're having to sacrifice something, it's you need to reevaluate. You know, you shouldn't never have to give up a part of yourself to, to be a part of anything. So that's so. I mean, that whole agenda. But but, dude, I want to say one one. I want to say one thing along the line of what you're saying, though, because I think that this is very important, and the world needs to be aware that this is what's happening right now. If you put it in real terms, parents are sacrificing their children to the cult. Yes, they are Absolutely. literally sacrificing their children. 
they are giving their children to these institutions. It is a form of sacrifice. It is a form of slavery. They are setting, they're giving their children away. Now, this needs to be put in radical terms like that because yeah, actually yeah. we need to contextualize it properly. Yeah. They're in the, they're in the past, in the past, what did parents do in the monetary system? There have been instances under the, the Roman empire, and this was happening broadly. This was happening over, you know, th this was, this was, let's just say this was happening very frequently. Open slave markets, people, mothers selling their children, young yes. boys and girls, children, literal children in as sex slaves. Okay. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. is just one iteration of what was, what has happened before in history that yes. nothing in humanity has disappeared. It's the right. same exact thing today. Right. We just don't realize yet where it's going to go. We're at a yeah. particular phase within it where it's not as hardcore as where it could go. But um, well, but that's why I feel like I need to say that because it's like this. There's precedence here of where dude, this goes. Dude, it is even no, dude. It is already as fucked up. As, it's just different, right? It's it. That's comparing an apple to an orange. They're both fucked up. Like, here, I'll give you a, a sense of my life, right? Um, about how you say, you know, people are giving up. They're sacrificing their children. I was sacrificed. Um, you know, my, my parents sacrificed me. You know, um, I was given up to the institution. I was, blah, blah, you know, supposed to go to school, do this, that, all these things, raised by the state, every normal American um, child, right? And the fact that I don't want to commit these abuses on my child, myself, it, the most fucked up thing is that my mother, my own family resents me for not subjecting my child to these abuses that we ourselves have been subjected to. To me, that is the thing that baffles my mind the most as, as far as in like, you know, like my son, he's not vaccinated. I'm not vaccinating my son. And, you know, we like, honestly, we generally think we had COVID in the end of November my son had a fever of like 104, 104.5, and we called. Thankfully, we we had a doctor that was like down with um, no vaccines and like a really like he was a really good dude. Um, like even like so far as like uh, it only cost like 60 bucks a visit with no insurance. So he was a really he, he was, resonated very well with us. But the fact that I don't want to do these things to my child and. The fact that I don't want to ch send my child to uh, public school to become indoctrinated. The fact that my wife intentionally, you know, my, my family looks down on my wife for the fact that she stays home with my son. And, you know, our future, our future son, our future child um, as something being wrong with her because she's not um, uh, um, bringing something to the table monetarily to our relationship, they can't even begin to conceptualize how important her role is in our family to, to, to be there as a loving figure for our children and to be a caretaker. So it's, it, it, it's insane. The, the yeah, because it's, it's so because I'm not committing these things to my, my own child. Right. People, you know, and, and it, in a way, isn't this how the group psychology is working is that, 
people buy into and do immoral things and then what they don't do which is the thing that they have to do and that we all have to do if we want to really be whole individuals and an emphasis on individuals is to Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it repent purify your heart you know you know grieve be honest and and with yourself and and apologize for the wrongs that you've done when people don't do that what do they do they go further into justification think about that i mean how many people are out there who are who are just zealots for the agenda or whatever you want to call it zealots for the mainstream society mm-hmm. and all the abortions and all of the things having to do with death and and it's like because maybe what's driving them is their own sense of guilt in being complicit with it. And if they can, you know, take that anger out on somebody else, then maybe they feel as though they were justified in doing it in the first place. Right. And if they can just stomp the boot into everybody else and say, no, 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 you, you've got to accept it. You know, this is, this is what we all did. Right. Okay. So who cares if this is what what you all did? Really, right. who cares? You know, you're just trying to get me to participate in what you've already done, which was wrong itself. It's like, you know, um, I've been vaccinated. I mean, I, I straight up yeah. confronted uh, my own mother and I said, look, you shouldn't have done that. I don't know why mm-hmm. in God's earth that you did that, why you would allow yeah. that to happen to me, but yeah. you need to be aware of how wrong that was, you know, and look again, coming back. To this, yeah. Wait to, for her to forgive herself. Yeah. That's, that's okay. Yeah. I just want, let me, let me interject. So yeah. that's the, that's the, that I want to bring this back to the circular nature of everything. This is a cycle, you know, we must break this cycle. We must be the ones to break this cycle because we must understand that, you know, like that's what I'm, I'm personally trying to work on with my own mother is that, which is, it's actually kind of weird because um, I, I specifically remember um, times in my life where my mother had said she wished she hadn't had us vaccinated. But then now for me to not be vaccinated, my child, her to, to have a whole total 180 is weird. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's, we've got to be able to forgive them because they, you, they're not, they don't, you know, most people aren't doing things because they think they're fucking you up. They don't. Most people are doing things because they think it's the right thing to do, but they've been given the wrong ideas. They, it's their yeah. perception is wrong. So we've yeah. got to be able to forgive them because, you know, they don't understand how dangerous what they, right. if, if everybody understood how dangerous it was, they, they wouldn't do it. You know, it'd be like, oh, shit. yeah. Absolutely, and the uh, just commentary on on your own mother and how she reacted to the thing with your son. Um, mm-hmm. Is this a case of that that uh, over the top attachment to the ego, having to save the ego? So it's like, you know, oh, you know, if you if you act differently or if you put up that boundary. And she did not. That's it's kind of th- you know saying something about her. Yes, yes, and that, exactly. And, and once that ego program gets triggered once again, then you're dealing with something else. You're not dealing with the human anymore. And yeah. and that's that keeps happening as well. 
Um, and, and that's why, like, you know, th there's a lot of creepy stuff happening today as well with that, where you see people in one way, one second, and then you see them in a different mode the second, right? Yeah, and and, and, really and, and it's yeah. oscillation. Yeah, I'm really glad you're, um, you're bringing these things up because ultimately this is what we must be aware that exists. This, these are the, you know, these are the potholes and the landmines I was talking about. We must be able to navigate uh, through uh, in our reality. But um, um, just like back to what you were saying about what we, that's that's spot on. You know, it's that you know my mom likes to you know think of herself as you know pretty individualistic, and in some senses she is. You know, in ways where it's coming to bit her in the ass, right? Like uh, just for a little um, anecdote here. Uh, my mother gave up a job, a six-figure job that she had in the 90s, right? She quit it because she didn't like her boss. Um, and uh, ultimately, it didn't work out well. Um, but my mom, uh, now I make as much as my mom does. And I make, you know, nowhere near, <laughs> anywhere near six figures. And my mom never made anywhere near what she used to. So, you know, she's been given a path in her life that has been, designed to show her not to trust herself and her decisions right so um uh she she tends to be more fearful um throughout her life you know she generally operates on uh, a fear level in in her life so she makes decisions out of fear and she no longer trusts herself enough to like you said draw that line in the sand and say no i'm not doing that i trust myself and my instincts enough to say no, I'm not going to do that. And then I'm a, I'm going to go against the norm. Yeah, that was the whole attack on the family unit to begin with, though. You know, that's why uh, it makes perfect sense because they want state dependent women who don't trust anything except for experts. And then because what do they not trust? They don't trust the male in the household who has his own principles that he's going to operate on. And so that was also the whole thing with, you know, destroying patriarchy or whatever the hell, because, mm -hmm. you know, it's, and, and I, people might think this is controversial or whatever, but I, I think it's just what's happening is that by quote unquote, liberating the females, all you did was create dependency on a new entity. But then at the same time, you also created what is this Western uh, uh, phenomenon of the narcissistic female and the ego-driven female who is not uh, who accepts no male authority, right? But it's funny because there will be this whole thing of we're independent, you know, we can make our own decisions. And then what decisions do they wind up making? They wind up making the decisions that are put out there into the media stream, right? Like, right. and I'm talking generally, I'm not mm -hmm. talking about every single person, right? right yeah. You can't, you can't do broad. And, and yeah. And also it's all about dialectics too. So I'm not trying to say that the females are the only bad part of all of this. Okay. Yeah. It's all bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This dynamic is occurring because this is what they wanted was this state dependent this this um this thing where the father isn't in the home, so mm -hmm. the government is. 
and right. if they, they want to heighten that or strain and, that dynamic. And even right in a literal sense, how many people do you know that grew up fatherless, fatherless? But then in a more larger scope, um, how many people grew up with you know a, a physical uh, male in their lives? But how many of them actually had a father that was guiding them and showing them how to succeed in this world and what even even if they had a misguided perception of what is success in this world but how many people actually took the effort to um uh expand yeah. the knowledge to their children that they themselves have gathered to this world yeah i'm i i'm totally on your wavelength there not i would say not many i mean you know i i experienced you know father deprivation and i didn't realize for many years how that uh, wounded and and attacked yeah. me in so many different ways, and it's yeah. definitely true. And when you, but uh, this is also what I'm noticing as well is that it's made a hostile environment for masculine energy. So yeah. going, you know, the more you expand that, the more you're noticed for it, and people clamp it down. And I think it has to do with many things. And, and the new age was important in doing this as well, because what did they do? They attached, you know, uh, male setting of, of boundaries and making distinctions and trying to sort out the fucking mess of their own lives or the lives of the people around them as being negative, right? Because you, you're criticizing you know, so then that is, you know, defined as bad and that has to be, to be stopped. I, you can keep talking. I got to run out for just one second. Okay. Well, actually, let's just take a quick break here. All right. Sounds good. I'll be right back. Right, I am back. I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, I myself um, <clears throat> excuse me, I myself never you know, I had a father that didn't know um, really himself what was going on in this world. So once again, we, we must be able to look past uh, the people in our lives' own faults um, because if, if they themselves are confused and don't understand what, what's going on around them, how are they going to be able to impart wisdom they don't have to you? You know, it's, it's like asking someone to give you something, a part of themselves they don't have. And, you know, that 
leads, you know, in a relationship uh, level, like uh, between a man and a woman. Uh, how is a man and a woman going to work in a relationship if they themselves do not love each other separately to form the bond between man and woman in the love and the harmony that they have for each other? You know, you must love yourself before you have love to give. You, you, you've got to be this that have an energy and a spirit grounded in what is in ultimately animating this whole universe. Right on. Did you were you listening? Yeah, I heard that last part. Okay. Yeah, just just got back, but. Uh, yeah, these are these are great issues to uh, be talking about. We're definitely hitting on. We're definitely like the, the the dynamic between us is put you know introducing a piece of the puzzle that is not really well understood. I feel because we're just probably at the age where people of our you know, it's like now we're stepping into the role of having responsibility and being aware and taking things further from that perspective. So this uh, we're giving a voice to to people who are in our age group, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you could say that I wouldn't even say a voice to the people in our age group, because like you said before, uh, in my personal, uh, I'm the same as you. I don't really have too many people I interact with in a personal level just because I've gotten to a point in my life where I can't fake bullshit conversations about sports ball and nothing as I cannot fucking do it. So I'm just going to avoid that situation altogether. Uh, most people can't hold any kind of conversation of any kind of meaning, even let alone like this kind of stuff. So, um, it's just, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's just a really strange. Uh, it's just a really strange predicament, I guess. Is this whole sphere that we're in? Um, but like people our age, I don't even know if I don't know if people I'm our age who like think about. It these kind of things or would be able to or care or I don't know but we're definitely we're definitely filling a, a, a niche that is needed and mm. you know we're, 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 we're a flashlight in the dark uh, in the darkness is how I kind of describe I agree it. with what you're saying that you know people our age there's you know maybe not too too many of them who can wax on this kind of stuff and I, th I think mm -hmm. um I think more so here, though, than in other countries. Oh, yeah, I think there definitely. are some people around the world who really kind of like get stuff. But there's also, I mean, they've been dumbing us down for a long time as well. And, uh, and just also how sophisticated it is. Because if you think about it, it's like this country is the has been the force that has gone around the globe with all of the technotronic gadgetry being deployed abroad in all these wars. So this has been, this country 
now has the means of the the most sophisticated uh, technotronic warfare, uh, whatever you want to call it, psychic warfare, all this stuff of any mm-hmm. other country. So if you, if we think about it in terms of that, then is brought home. Then I mean, yeah, it totally just uh, makes sense, you know. And it's like after. I mean, there's just so much crap too, just like in the in the pop culture. Like, I feel like pop culture was, uh, at least like with the people I grew up with, and you know, just following the track to college and stuff. You know, that's just really all that people had was like phones and like Drake and Lil Wayne and um whatever the fuck else. I don't even know. Katy Perry. What were people yeah, into? Just all, just all the bad. endless bands, the endless garbage bands. But that was it there, you know, no heavy, uh, religious influence. Like I look back and, and I'm not saying, you know, everybody has to be religious, but you know, I look back at my high school and I'm like, there was only like one kid in my entire grade or, or there, well, probably a, there was a few, but I just remember one guy in particular who was just like a stand up person, you know, very pious, very humble, uh, mm-hmm. just a nice guy, you know, came from a, a Christian household, um, you know, played on the football team, like, you know, obviously a stellar person. You know, like very capable, could have been like a total cocky, arrogant person, wasn't, was just like the nicest, you know, best person. And people used to, you know, just know him as kind of like more of the quiet guy, you know, because he was very smart as well. And uh, almost like it was like, you know, oh, that's just him, you know, like he's, he's just, that's just how he is, you know. But I just, I look back on this guy and I'm like, this was the only motherfucking kid who had boundaries, who yeah. like wasn't getting caught up in all of the bullshit, who and like had his own mind going. I think that's part of the trap of you know religion is, you know, it's the only thing you see that appears to be good and itself isn't all the way. It only takes you half the step. It only takes you halfway there. You know, so it is good and it's bad, you know, because I know exactly what you're talking about. Some of the, like, um, some of the best people I know in my life are fucking Mormons. Like, you know, they're the nicest people you ever, you're out, you will ever meet are Mormons. And they believe some of the most craziest Joseph Smith golden tablet shit, you know, but, you know, as far as like. A, a, a Holy shit, view, man. Like, as far as like a worldview that they operate on, you know being a good person they do a great job now where they get caught is the trappings of their religion like specifically is like um you know it, it deals heavily in guilt and and separation in and, and actions that you you know a specific um structure that you must follow to get to a certain point which if you look at our world you can clearly see like i say before we live in a world of grace, so you know there's not specific actions that lead to other specific things. It depends highly on the situation that and a specific action was that takes place. So, it, I mean, you're right about you know um, a little bit like what you're saying about the the fellow you knew at at school. What man, you don't worship the all matter. <laughs> 
you don't have, <laughs> you don't have a statue to the gray goo in your your apartment or whatever. You're oh, supposed man. to have a fucking shrine and say your hymns and then shut up. Dude, you know and what's that's crazy? Your whole life. On the side note, I know you're joking right now. But you know what's crazy? How many people have shrines in their house these days? It's like totally normal. Like, it, it, it's weird, dude. It's really fucking weird. And what you do know, they have shrines to? Like, uh, think about it. Um, you know, if all kinds of different things. Um, in a literal sense, like people who do Wicca, right? You know, you got those crazy people who do uh, try and fuck around with shit that they definitely shouldn't fuck around with. Um, and then you got, um, you know, like people who worship sports ball. You know, let's say they have a, a room in their house dedicated oh, to yeah. to a team. Um, somebody who loves a specific type of music, oh, they've got this room. That's a specific, it's a shrine to this specific person or this movie. Or, you know, yeah, these, or, oh, or it, uh, yeah, yeah, the movies and also the music. Like, I, I had a friend who his father, like, collected um like shirts from like they, they were all like signed by like the beatles or something like this and he would like hang exactly. them up on the walls and shit and exactly. it was like but it's but like, isn't that way. show that thing of like you can um take uh the people out of religion but you can't uh take religion out of the people that whole thing exactly that's my point with stepping out of the structure and seeing and having a bird's eye view. Um, so I'm going to get, a, like, this is going to sound kind of off topic, but it's kind of kind of on topic. Um, so I fancy myself a writer. Um, there's been several points in my life where I've tried to write screenplays. Um, and, and, you know, not, not even in like a sense that I think it's going to get made. Just something, you know, you know me playing with myself and, and not, not in a weird sense like that uh, language. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, trying to see the, the worlds I can create um, in, in language and, and in symbols through ideas, right? Um, so the, the way I, I honestly, I couldn't begin to describe to you the, the creative process of, like, sometimes I can, it's going to sound delusional, but I can see outside myself and I can, like, you know, like in Google Maps, right? You you zoom out and you zoom out and you zoom out and you zoom out until then it's all the way. Then you're just looking at this pinpoint dot on you know wherever you're at, like on the on the Earth, but you can't see the detail specifically. Like, you know, I can. I I I guess I could kind of describe my creative process in, in that sense of like being able to see myself in a part of something greater than myself. So got to learn to understand what's beyond um, directly uh, physically outside. yeah and isn't um, so so much great art comes out of being able to it, it's like you know it, it's not about your your ego it's just something channeled being through uh, channeled through you through your capability but it it has to do with the time and the place that you're living in and how it how it's all related as well so it's like all you know all the artists are um 
you know, loved and hated, I guess, in different ways based upon what, what, uh, you know, because it's always the controversy, like, you know, it's, it's putting, um, putting that mirror up to the whole of society. Right. I mean, it's like people love a, a, a good lynching, right? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that'll make people dance all day, but it's, it's all symbolic too, you know, because the things that are lynched are, uh, the thing, and I'm not saying you're going to get lynched. Right. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, that has happened in the past to, to mm-hmm. artists and stuff like that. And, uh, it's, it, and I think sometimes it comes from, because truth comes from people and it's that truth that's, uh, really showing people who they are and they don't want to accept it. Yes. You yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, you must be. That's cool, though that that you're writing. That'd be interesting to. What do you say a screenplay? Or like yeah. you have a screenplay? Uh, yeah, I've actually worked on a couple. Um, the first two I worked on, I, I don't know, I got like a between two thirds and like halfway and like three quarters, somewhere around there, and just like I got to, I was like, this is all fucking garbage, and just like stopped. <laughs> um, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, we're always our own worst critics, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, I generally, I, I generally fancy myself a writer. Um, I'm doing short stories. I'm just like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a way for me to get even more meta than, like, the written language. I mean, um, verbal language, because, you know, I, I take more time to think about specifically the words I want to use. So I, I try to use language to really paint more of a picture of ideas rather than just definitions of words on a page. Um, but yeah, um, I guess that, that I guess that also kind of helps me um, conceptualize things uh, to people on the fly, especially because um, I know I was telling you off air about how like I can also like. I can in, in interject truths into conversations with people who aren't necessarily going to be receptive to it because I'm able to, in some way, I'm able to read um, their personality, and you know, I'm I'm always I'm able to find um, common ground with pretty much anybody um, of any walk of life. I generally just that's able that's what I'm able to do, and and uh, to you know I. It's back to being what we are, man, and that's what I'm saying. Like, what I was trying to convey when I was saying, you know, I see myself as outside. I can see myself outside of myself, and where I fit in this is me, just in a sense, talking to you know other parts of me, trying to help them heal themselves, so we can all just move past this. Yeah, exactly. Actually, exactly. You're trying to like steer. Trying to like show people like. Hey, you know, I know you're living your own life, um, but like, here's how you're related to everything else that's going on. Yes, exactly, exactly. And I just try to like, it's it's you know, yeah. It's, oh, sorry, go. No, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say real quick that uh, you know, I just, I'll I'll find some common ground in life with somebody, and I'll just you know, I guess more so put questions in their head. You know, make them. I'll I'll get people to ask why. I'll, I'll I'll give them things that 
to just if you don't ask why you you just dismissed everything and and went back into your cocoon so i don't I, that's that's what i try yeah, to yeah you, you can't be elite like us <laughs> exactly we're the new elite man you know let's just break away from all of these proles man i wish I wish people could really understand how amazing they are themselves. Stop putting people above themselves. It's like you and I are no smarter than anybody else. It's just what's been done to everybody. People could have these same understandings and different words with it's you know. And I we would it. all be better for it as well. Like yeah. we would and all it, it wouldn't be such a burden to be carrying all of this bullshit. It would actually be a cooperative endeavor in which we're all kind of expanding the general human understanding. And it happens in small ways. I guess you could call that the alt media. But it just needs to get bigger as well. Yeah, yeah, the, the alt media. What is that other than – I mean ultimately it's just another freaking – it's just another chamber, man. We're all just bouncing off each other. Nobody knows what's right. going on. I can't wait till the uh, David Icke rock concert. I'm going to show up with my David Icke shirt. And I'm going to say, Woo, David Icke, I love you so much. Reptilian. I'm going to buy all his shit. What? And I'm going to buy all his shit. <laughs> right, I'm going to buy, get... buy David Icke merchandise. Don't forget his new book where he's going to re-reveal the new truth to you that it is now. It's like, dude, the same the truth we're talking about now are the truths that have always been and that will always be. So what the fuck are we talking about? He should just he should just name his next book slightly different than my last book. What did happen? And people would probably still buy it because isn't that the cul-de-sac, right? That's the whole thing of like these people who have f fucking learned like every single thing and they're just like fanboying on it and just like still like every, you know, keeping up yeah. with the conspiracy stuff, like up to date, like getting every new book and shit. It's like, it's not even what, what it's about. It's about like, you know, formulating your own vision out of all of this. You cobble together what your solution is, and then you you share that with other people. Yeah, and then we all then that's when we all bounce our ideas off each other and start trying to make something happen. That's and it keeps coming back to fucking heal yourself before you do anything else, man. Like I loved your whole idea of like putting the mask on, like putting on your, the mask for yourself before you like get it on the other person. Like that, that is yeah. a, such a perfect analogy for what's going on right now. And it's like, you know, I don't feel like I have my mask on fully whatsoever, but I'm kind of like, yeah, exactly, just working on it. And I, I instinctively feel that the it's easier to put my mask on if at the same time I'm in contact with other people who are trying to put their masks yeah. on yeah. and and then we all kind of like help each other to we're do it and it becomes like easier we're a bunch of fucking monkeys trying to figure out fire and like this dude over here is banging two rocks together and you got these little sparks 
And then this dude's over here. He accidentally comes over here with all this oh batch and it's on fire. And it's like, oh fuck. So let's uh, yeah. we can we can we can discover fire here, people. Let's just yeah, and it'll push you fire. further along to. I keep cutting you off, dude, but it's just an exciting it's conversation. It's good, man. Let's have this flow. It's like, all good. On the like, for instance, this is this is what I chalk it up to on based upon my experience in the last week. It makes so much of a difference waking up in the morning and being like, I, I I'm on a, a track. I don't know exactly where that track is gonna take me, but there's certain important things, and it's no longer just about me. It's about other people. It's about all of us it's about the ones who we can connect with and us you know being culture creators and doing what we can to improve our lives you know because it, it just does away vanquishes that that um horrible feeling that is in the world today of separation you know that's just connect, it's connect. a awful feeling yeah so I really like how you said culture creators because think about that term has been hijacked, right? Everybody in the alt media uses that term as the people who are doing everything. The people that are quote unquote creating culture, they're not creating culture. They're destroying culture. So why are we calling oh them culture God. creators? We, we Dude. are the culture creators. They are the destroyers. That just made my mind explode because then the if you know what that also means is that, that? The, the culture that's been created in the truth movement people is response culture to the fucking manipulators or whatever. It's it a literal it culture it around. It, it was set up for us. It dude, it's fucking perfect. That's the point of that. Like. Come on, dude. Oh it's, my god, that's fucking hilarious. Actually, it's it's hilarious, but it's horrible yeah, because. It's but it's 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 just like it's just another TV sh- TV channel, right? Exactly. It's just the other form of inter- entertainment for people to fucking mentally diddle themselves all day rather than do something about what's going on oh around God, This is what this globalist did. You know, and it, it, that, that's exactly what, you know, and dude, that's why I, the whole, like, Alex Jones to me is just absolute bullshit at this point because I'm just like, dude, this guy literally, this is literally a TV show. This guy yeah. is making, he, it's almost like a joke. You know, it, it's almost like a fucking joke. It's like talking about the globalists, and now he's coming out talking, you know, about how, oh, yeah, I'm getting close to uh, eating my neighbors, you know? And it's just like the shock value of everything and all this shit. It's like this isn't helping anybody. It's not helping anybody. But, again, it's all uh, – you could only get trapped in that. And these are all the snags and snares along the way because they don't want us to discover the way in which we are the culture creators because that way we really are stepping into empowerment. They still want us to be in that stunted state so that every step along the way we're contented, right? Because what is it? Somebody said um, a man is much easier to uh, control once he's had his say. And that's the yes. idea here, right? It's just give people their say, and they'll they really won't uh, 
change their habits too much. Now, now, now they'll just uh, turn off Fox and CNN, and they'll turn on whatever the fuck is out there for them. Ah, dude, that's that's fucking great. Yeah, that's. I mean, why would this? If we're gonna be honest with ourselves, which is what a lot of this comes back to, ultimately, is being honest with yourself and being. Once again, able to admit your faults and understand, yes, I was wrong, but here's why, and I understand why, and it is okay, because if I wasn't wrong then, I wouldn't be right now. Um, you know, we must uh, admit that it's perfect to corral us into the alt media. You know, it's it's been laid out for us. It's, I don't know, every day... Uh, I don't know. It's clear. It's more clear to me. Um, just honestly, like in a weird sense, I generally the way I'm walking around, I feel like I'm living in a different world than most people. Like to where if I were to try to say stuff like this, they would they would hear one thing, right? They would hear the structure that I'm saying in these words, and not and totally miss the meaning behind them, and that totally disconnects us. So what I want to do through all of this, and which is why I really want more participation, which is why, you know, we got to find a way we can make that happen is, you know, we got to learn to communicate with people that are different from us and have different ideas and uh, build upon um, what we've got going on. Yeah, we need Stranded360 to call in. <laughs> I know he's out there listening. He probably won't, but but that's okay. exactly. I, I agree with you. You know, expand the marketplace of ideas. That's how people are going to be be able to uh, get better. You know, but I mean, because think about. I mean, a lot of the if you look at the great philosophers and the you know the great men of Europe and and all this that were these people. Um, you know, narcissistic, self-absorbed people who like, you know, thought that they were the shit basically. No, I, I think that that enters into the, the, our reality much closer to the timeline uh, where yes. we're at right now. I think that that has been built upon, but it really has like reached its zenith in our day. Yeah. And it's that, it's the lie is the great lie um you know and and the the correspondences that um you know a lot of the great writers and stuff have, have had in the past like they they were in constant communication they were always critiquing each other's art and poetry and you know trying to um you know they they were like for instance if you take like the romantics you know a lot of these guys around the uh, french revolution and all of that stuff like these guys, though, you know, we don't have to agree with everything they said, um, you know, they were looking for authenticity. They were trying to pave the way forward. Like you've got, you know, Coleridge and you've got Wordsworth and um, the yeah, Lord Byron, although I don't, he might've been a little bit earlier, but the, the point being that you had all these uh, really intellectual uh and and artistic giants and these people really you know conversing with each other and isn't that the case you know those are the people who change the world 
And um, I don't know enough about those people to even say if they had like a quote unquote good or bad influence. But I, I think well, generally if they're creating something, then at least they're contributing. They're doing it. Well, here, here's what I'm going to say about that. Um, you know, as far as like, you, you know, you talk about romantics and how you believe a lot of the, where the fucker, the fucked upery was injected was, you know, closer to the timeline. Um, you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna have to agree with you on that, um, because otherwise, you know, we wouldn't s- still have the inclination, the wisdom that you and I are speaking of right now wouldn't still be out there. This knowledge, this this structure, the, the art, the beauty, the, this knowledge wouldn't be out there in existence still. You know, so that I that's why I, I'm gonna bring this back to you know the culture destroyers as far as. The, the, the people out there bringing all this about, that's that's what they must do. They must stamp this all out because they know that if, you know, one freaking candle is shining in the darkness, that that candle can in turn, it pass its flame onto other candles and light those candles for the darkness and everyone can see. And then in turn, they will be able to see that this darkness is being cast upon us rather than darkness being the default setting. Yeah, well, it also says something about, like, where we're at, that it's, like, you know, counterculture just to, like, say how things are. Um, And also having the mentality of, like, thinking, you know, people probably need to improve uh you know that and 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 this was there's a oh you probably don't have access to like jay's um lectures like his uh like have you subscribed to them okay he if you ever you know have five dollars or i can you know maybe actually i could probably just send you the link i really genuinely don't think jay would care if his lectures were shared this way um because he dude i bought i bought a subscription to to jay's analysis like yeah over like a year and a half ago or something and then i didn't renew it and uh you know he he allows the logins to persist um, that's cool you know it, yeah exactly so so i feel, feel like he he doesn't care he just wants the information to go cool. but i just want to say he has a great lecture on kierkegaard who i and i don't know much about kierkegaard honestly i just know that he was like quote unquote an existentialist and I uh know. i do yeah i don't i don't fucking know either. <laughs> maybe he just liked to live but this guy, he it was called like Kierkegaard in the present age, mm-hmm. is the, the title of the uh, the lecture. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and dig it up and send you the the link because I, I think I can get the link to it and just send it. Um, okay. But it's only like a half hour and it's really great. Um, just I feel like it really encapsulates like what's going on. This guy kind of predicted that we would have this age of like infancy basically like people would be very infantile in what they believed and what they thought and like how they how they behaved 
And um, so anyway, I just think that's part of the cultural destruction is that also that's part, you know, people can't aspire to much more than what they have available to them by sensory perception. And mm-hmm. I think that that's why the establishment always promotes uh, just degradation in everything that art itself cannot be in public display. Like in America, I think George Carlin had it completely correct. Uh, it's It looks like a fucking shopping mall everywhere you yeah. go. It's the, same, it's the mm-hmm. same fucking thing. There's no beauty. There's no aesthetic beauty. Even yeah. in the city, it's like what is it? It's just a giant fucking pile of metal. Oh, it looks like fucking shit. It's yeah. It's <laughs> you exactly. It's I hate the fucking city. I hate it. I've worked in the city for so long. I thank God I only work there, and I get to you know drive my little slave ass back out to the sticks and the with the rest of my fellow plebs live. You know the the unwashed masses. Um, but, uh, dude, that's going to take us back to, you know, like, it, at least we can say, you know, like, Notre Dame and Gothic churches and all these beautiful works that were created, right? These are the shining beacons, the, the, the true beauty that has been passed on, that, that, that somebody were, people were at least applying some of these principles we're talking about to their lives and that way that way that energy was emitted through the works and the things they created through their animation so yeah yeah a lot of those things were animated through you know um, the christian church but still we can see that you know at least this was a way some of the light was able to be passed on to where we've gotten now but it's only it can only get us so far so it, it has a place you know it, it was a it was a, a little it was a light bearer you know it got us further to where we need to be um along the lines um of as in you know consciousness but it, it only can get us so far well i i show i see it as representing that you know further complexity and also the ingenuity as well you know because those mm-hmm. creative things obviously requires like very uh, high technical skill as well so it shows that you know people are highly specialized in what they're doing and in a highly specialized uh society you're going to get greatness in all realms you're going to get greatness in in the arts and uh and in architecture and all this stuff but what you know people might think that our society is a highly specialized society and obviously it is but the difference is that it's highly specialized for a small segment of the population and then everybody else is made made to be um dependent consumers so what you you don't have a specialized society you have a very small number of people who know most of how all of the technical aspects of the society are working. And then you have the masses who it's not even meant for. So it doesn't matter how good or how bad, like for instance, in America, like we have shit infrastructure. That's not by accident because of this lack of specialized knowledge in the general population. And also the, the, uh, total lack of standards you know people do not have standards 
And uh, yeah. we've been trained into that. We've been trained not to have standards because, again, we would not even uh, – uh, we, we don't even know where where uh, better and worse is. We don't know the threshold. We're not aware of where the bars are at. So, for instance, even in the technological realm, uh, yeah, we're getting shit outdated technology. Even all the uh, smartphones and everything, everyone's like, oh, my God, this is so advanced. Oh, yeah. It's like – we're just getting whatever the fucking military shot out, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago. And that they, they, they say, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, more like that. And they'll say, <laughs> okay, you can use this now. And then we're like dummies just like, you know, clicking Yay. the buttons on it like Pavlov's dog. Like, yeah. oh, pretty colors, you know. And that's literally how it's going in our minds. And uh, that's, you know, a frightening thing. Yeah, it's uh it's really strange. It's uh will you remind me of what you would sorry, will you just remind me of what you just said? I'm totally drawing a blank. I don't know why. <laughs> um, I was just talking about the specialized society and how we're not specialized and how America's a crapshoot and the infrastructure is all shit and you know Oh yes, okay. It's, it's about the, uh, I'm glad you said that. Okay. This is this is a little uh, bit aside, um, but just as in like how that's a perfectly devised uh, evil system like infrastructure, right? I'm um, bringing this down to a very literal sense of like the guys, the people who build the infrastructure, right? Think about how meaningless of a task this is. They build this structure, it falls apart in five years. They come back, they redo it. It falls apart, they redo it. It's that would that is another example of hell in on this earth. You're doing something that is clearly pointless. It has it, it is being done and done rep, uh, under repetition, right? When obviously we are at an, a point in existence where we could create some form of transportation that wouldn't need all the fucking. Uh, stupid infrastructure that costs money to that can be used as one as a market and two is something to occupy people's time just think about how many people in the world build roads and do things of these na that this nature that if they weren't spending their time doing this they would be doing something else and they would be able to express their individuality in different forms and and figure out the artist they truly are and, you know it doesn't even have to be in like a literal sense of like um painting and writing and stuff like that like you know my my form of artistic expression carries over into my slave job, right? I've been so lucky to where I get to create works. Um, you know, I get to create, um, take pictures on on paper and bring that into reality. Somebody's idea of what of what they see in a space in the three in the third dimension, they put that on paper, and then I take their thoughts and I put that out in reality. So, you know, that that's a, just another form of artistic expression, but that's more of a, a a processed version you know it's like you said it's more specialized specialized and so that for me you know my works i i put myself you know yeah i'm a landscaper and i i always try to tell people i but i don't i'm not i don't cut grass you know I, I do something that's very skilled i'm more of a craftsman as far as um you know i have to i have to do a lot of geometry and create like inside radii radiuses and stuff and do all kind of ornate work 
And that's just another form of artistic expression. And what is artistic expression more than an expenditure of energy with care, with deliberate, with the, the, a deliberate nature, with uh, a meaning, a purpose behind it, of true purpose, nothing, not of a destructive nature. Anything of a destructive nature is not going to create anything beautiful. It's just not. It's that's a fundamental. It's not going to be beautiful. It's going. That's why all this fucking postmodern garbage art is not beautiful because it is of a destructive nature. It is a captivated energy. It is here to bring us. Yeah. Down. But but then they uh, package it as if it's like so brilliant. I mean yeah. these yeah. these absolute maniacs, you know. And I went to school with some of these people who are trying to like get me into like Jacques Derrida. This philosopher who was all about quote unquote deconstructivism and oh, you know, God. touting it as if it's like this is the fucking cutting edge of reality, <laughs> man. You know, it's like, okay, so the cutting edge of truth and reality in the world is the inversion of the very concept. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's, so like, insane. Wow, You're that's insane. so hashtag deep. Like that's like and, and it's it's so fucked up, really. And when you, but you know, it's like this is the the fucked up also nature of it as well. You know, excuse my language here, but I'm just I'm getting excited. Being no, that uh, like for instance, um, like just being constantly around people who were promoting that shit. Like, dude, I my art fucking suffered for for oh. absolutely years just for, just from being around those people and just not considering not having anybody there that was like, hey, by the way, you know, there is some such a thing as a, as a standard of what you create and all this stuff. You know, just. Yeah thinking anything is art you know and it's just this totally myopic stupid thing to think really it's like and then you look at and, and the proof in this was like one day actually waking up and like looking at a fucking like membrane Rem, rembrandt painting mm -hmm. and just seeing how fucking hyper realistic every inch of yeah. detail on the whole canvas is and just how yeah all of the magnificence of the color and it was beautiful. like obviously yeah. the training that went into this yeah. you know the high the technical skill the experience the life that went into the that is the culmination of somebody's life in that artistic expression that is the beauty behind it right so um on a side note here right okay so i don't know Okay, I'm not, I don't follow sports ball. I do not give a rat's ass about it. But because of this town I am from, I, uh, I know um, of this, of this, uh, you know, this demagogue in college football, right? So there's this dude named uh, Trevor Lawrence, right? And he's, you know, the number one college football dude, whatever. But his brother, you know, speaking about art, his brother is, a, is, is an artist. And I know his brother, um, you know, somewhat. I used to know him personally. Um, but uh, so he is somebody who is of a Christian mindset, um, but he's also of our age. And so he's got been blasted with a lot of this uh, social engineering stuff. And I think he probably went to university for some college for some art classes. I don't know if he, you know, I don't know anything too particularly crazy or whatever. But um, so he a lot of like his art is very dark and ugly and and and, and off-putting 
and just like clearly being emanated from some sort of uh, dysfunctional state that is residing in most people. So this art that is being put about is just, I don't know, basically, I guess what I'm trying to say, we got to do something about it. It's just, it, this art cannot be the dominating factor in our, in our uh, existence. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm like looking it up now, like Brian Lawrence art. Or no, what is, it, yeah, it was Brian Lawrence, uh, right? Chase, Chase. Oh, Chase, Chase Lawrence. So this is kind of like a plug for him, which I'm sure he'll he'll appreciate because he like sells his paintings now. He's like an artist for hire. He does like he does commissions. You know Yeah. Interesting. Not, He's like not a quarterback on No, not him, but his brother. His brother oh. is. Oh, his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's Chase Lawrence is the guy. Yeah, I, 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 I'm like I'm not gonna say I know him particularly. I hung out with this dude once. But um, oh, okay. like we went to the same oh, school. Oh shit! I see. I'm seeing you went to the same school. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, dude, yeah. This is funny seeing these brothers side by side. How Isn't one it? is so, yeah. so like hippied out, like socially engineered. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. But I mean, of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I'm not gonna say, you know, people's whole identities haven't been swallowed up in the social engineering shit. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, I see the darkness, the occult skeletons, and the fucking. Yeah. Yeah, I see it, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I, it's look and look at that. Everybody's dropped off. I wonder if. You know, I saw some people I in the think ACI. There was only one guy on. Yeah, I know, but like, like, at one point there was two guests. I saw eight and I saw eight and nine. I know. I'm oh not, yeah, yeah. Not. There was. Yeah, so there was another just, guy because I saw people complaining about an ACR chat. Um, I think it was I. Uh, it was like this morning or something. Was, I don't know. They were complaining about like um, the platform. So maybe the calls keep dropping on people or something. I don't know what's going on, but. Uh, either that or people they're just like we're, we're not talking about this platform yeah they were saying, saying that this platform like they were having is not issues. yeah like they were having issues like listening in and like the they would like lose the signal I don't know it's just it's, it's kind of what I saw but I've never had any issues myself with Talkshoe Talkshoe is usually pretty reliable that's weird. So you yeah. you think that maybe they're dropping out because the because they, they're not here. Right? It could be. I don't. I'm not particularly sure. Just uh, it's just interesting. Yeah, man, we're definitely um, uh, getting that that uh, jam. We're getting that transmission jam. There's just too much truth emanating. Yeah, that, that tends to happen. Uh, a whole bunch dude, of fucking ground. Yeah, go yeah on a side note, like, dude, you don't know how frustrated I was with that last call. That I, I know I said something about it a little bit, but damn, dude. Just cut off right in the, right in the middle of the thought. And it's funny because it was the thought I was trying to express. Dude, the guy, it's so weird. The, um... 
the Lawrence guy, Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. looks exactly like the kid I was talking about from my high wow. school and who's That's also hilarious. a football player. That's hilarious. You know, I, normally, I don't like – I'm not going to give out somebody's government name on something like this, but Trevor Lawrence is a household name in a lot of people's um, spheres. And um, Chase has attached himself so he could get his art and shit out there to his yeah, brother. So, I mean, you know, so he, he, he's not going to give a shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chase, we're not trying to ruin your career here by connecting your, your uh, art to, to, to truth or land. This is just life. This is just living in the real world. They want to get, get us all in these snags and snares saying, you're this, you're in this camp, you're mama yeah. was. Like, no, we're just actually just looking at reality. Yeah, we're just like, we're, we're, we're calling a spade a spade, bro. Yeah. That's, all, that's ultimately what, what we're doing, and we need more people to do. We need people to call it how it is. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like everybody's collective not wanting to say shit that just makes the world 50,000 times more dangerous. That's the reality of it. It's it just yeah. it literally the world is made more dangerous by people being by 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 people just ignoring shit and just yeah. not wanting to say what's going, you know, what they see in front of them. It's like, uh, no, you you're actually making the world a lot worse when you you don't say anything, so. You're banging your head and saying it. It's kind of it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, should we wrap it up? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, seems like we hit on some really good points. Uh, did you? Uh, Check your Skype. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. That. Uh, what is this? Number three. Is this three. All right. Uh, so, folks, razzle dazzle. Keep on flipping <laughs> those pancakes and uh, <laughs> don't uh, fall in any pits. Yes. Yes. All right. Take it easy, everybody. Peace.